0: Here is a bulletin from CBS News. See this is Walter Guide in our newsroom and. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The flash, apparently official,
1: President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Dallas police have arrested a 30-year-old man who was found with a weapon in his possession. I like some legal representation. I don't know what this is all about. I'd kill the, get the president.
2: What's no,
1: the idea that people keep you asking the me light light. Sir? You shoot the president? Sir? I work in that building. Were you in the building at the time? Naturally, if I work in that building, yes, sir. Back, back. Come on, man. Did you shoot the president? No, they're taking me in because of the fact that I right. live in the Soviet Union. <laughs> Just a Just a Hold it. Run that back. Enhanced section A six.
0: Oh my God. I need to tell Sebastian.
2: You like that? <laughs> holy shit
1: dude
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Nance>. <laughs> that's killer dude wow thank you wow thank you, wow thank you. wow <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: I, uh, I I was supposed to put that out as a trailer for this episode, but I was having issues with the uh, audio and figured it would serve as a pretty great intro for this
2: episode. I think that's the best intro I've ever had. It's
0: crazy. I might start doing them from here on out. That took me like four hours. So
2: Not I'll a lot get of quicker. time.
0: I'll get quicker. Who knows? Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, that was
2: a masterpiece, dude. Thank you. Masterpiece
0: welcome everybody to story still to tell hello is the big day this is the day that changed america this is the day where we no longer trusted our government maybe for some of you before then might not trusted them beforehand but this is november 2nd 22nd 1963 President John F. Kennedy is assassinated in downtown Dallas by a lone Bang! gunman Bang! who claimed Bang! to be a patsy, Lee Harvey Oswald. My name is Greg. This is a story still to tell, obviously, and uh, you know I'm here with Sebastian. Oh, it's, been a, <laughs> it's been a long time coming, seriously. Thank you for holding out. Thank you for... Dealing with all the different parts. Thank you for being the, flexible. Yeah, as the a time listener. Is
2: all over. Hey, you remember in like our second part when we said like, hey, if this turns into a three part, deal with that. I think um, I was
0: talking about Lee Harvey Oswald.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> here now, we are.
2: Four now deal parts with that. Deal with that.
0: Yeah i uh i hope it i hope it's at least been a fun listen i've gone back and had to listen to every episode and it's uh i've enjoyed listening back to it but
2: yeah i we crack ourselves up man absolutely listen to that in my car and it's like <laughs> laughing at my own joke I'm Like damn,
0: this <laughs> motherfucker's
2: funny damn uh, who is me. this
0: guy uh, so let's just jump right into it. Can't can't waste your guys' time much longer, at least. Time is money, Greg. Uh, now, two weeks ago, we covered uh, JFK and his background. Remember? JFK, destroyer of toilets. <laughs> the destroyer
2: of toilets, yeah. Uh,
0: but in the episode before that, we talked about Lee Harvey Oswald and his attempted assassination of General Walker in Texas. Then he ran away to Mexico in an attempt to get to Cuba, and now we've got a long one today and are leaving. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was. I had a note in here that is no longer relevant because we already did the history. Forget about of it. Edit. Forget mm-hmm. what I just said. So we need to catch back up with Lee Harvey Oswald in Mexico. That's where we left him. Uh, now, his time in Mexico is one of the biggest question marks surrounding him and his ties to Russia, as well as Cuba and communism in general. To some people, it's the key to all of this. Like, that's where he met his you know, Russian handler at the embassy and they gave him the gun and all of that's into conspiracy, but even still, it doesn't hold much water. So we're going to try and give the most linear, like, all right, we know he did X, Y, and Z. We're not going to jump into what he hypothetically did. Yeah. That's next episode. Yeah. Um. So at his hotel, he's, he, if you remember, Marina is still in Texas, his wife, Marina Um, Oswald, he pretty much was in Mexico. Like I said, trying to get to Cuba. If you remember, even at the very end of last week, Cuba said they'd give him, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember. they give him, but the Soviet Union had to approve it first. And then Cuba was (laughs) like, oh yeah, maybe we should give him one. By but then, he was already gone. He was already gone.
2: That was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious, dude.
0: But what did he do in the days leading up to finally leaving? Well, he went to Get some, some museums. Yeah. <laughs> so he, the the Soviet and Cuban embassies are close by in Mexico City, but Oswald couldn't afford a hotel in the nice area. Oh. So he had to bust back and forth uh, to Not these enough embassies, lots of rubles. Enough rubles. Um, he went to a bullfight. Uh, he did some sightseeing, went to a museum, kind of lived out a Mexico life, the same way he lived out his uh, his life in the Soviet Union. If you remember, he was like talking about how hey, much uh, he loved all the museums and uh, all that shit. He
2: is cultured, very cultured, a dignified um, individual.
0: He got a uh, he went to a high lie game. If you're familiar with that, I'm sport. not. It's like we it's like whiffle. Yeah, jeez
2: oh geez it's like you know
0: those those um like plastic yard games where it's a yes, ball the scoop yes yes that's yes i know exactly
2: it. yep 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 uh, that's fun as hell
0: he bought a few postcards for his wife she told him that she that when he left that she would like a mexican silver bracelet as a souvenir Um, She's got expensive taste. Does have expensive taste. He came back with one that said it was made in Japan. So he bought
2: her a fucking fake little... (laughs) No, it's authentic.
0: No, it's right from there. The lady, the uh, the abuelita
2: who sold it to me. Yeah, she told me. So actually... Now he
0: probably, according to the Warren Commission, this is their own insult to him, he probably purchased it at a 5 to 10 cent store in Dallas right after he returned.
2: So... (laughs)
0: He did, not get, he did not get one made in Mexico.
2: Damn, that's... Uh, I mean, that is probably the truth, though. Yeah. The no. fact of the matter is... He's a shithead. Yeah.
0: So, by the end of September, Monday, September 30th, Oswald began to prepare for his return to the United States. He showed up at the travel agency that had brought him in, uh, purchased a bus ticket for $20.30 that would take him back to... Uh, laredo mexico then laredo into dallas Um, they made the reservation for october 2nd departing at 8 30 in the morning and uh said that the the employee who made the reservation wrote the name harvey oswald lee unclear if he was just trying to like just fucking around or what <laughs> some sort of sneaky name I guess <laughs> or if it was a language
2: barrier they'll never know it was really
0: me <laughs> they'll never know uh, so he's leaving October 2nd so October 1st the night of Pace's hotel bill and the hotel night watchman remembers helping Oswald obtain a taxi at about 6.30 7pm the following morning he was scheduled to leave like i said at 8 30 and all the passengers were you know on the bus packed bus eventually gets stopped oh he is pulled. he is pulled off the bus by mexican officials oh and he, thinks, he thinks it's like well here we go they're now gonna now me. finally i'm finally getting they me.
2: tracked me down i can get back to my my homeland <laughs> the motherland uh
0: he actually just had some
2: incorrect tourist papers it was
0: cleared up but the packed bus remembers that Oswald was making a bit of a scene, bit of a care, and uh-huh. uh, he was
2: no, no. You want to <laughs> see
0: my ID? He was quote hurriedly gulping. Which, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, given that got gok 3000 on him, he was also aggressively eating a banana. Ooh. <laughs> so he was got got spicy, dude. He really was he really throwing a banana like, oh, you want to <laughs> see my he ID? was
0: eating it super fast. And <laughs> the Warren Commission, again. Out of Confusion speculates that maybe he believed he couldn't take the fruit back to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like when you have a bunch of like edibles, I feel like before you board a plane mm. and you have no choice but it's to a take ter- them down.
2: Just throw them away. You have a choice. No, you don't. You yes, you of- <laughs> do. Uh,
0: one mm. of the passengers testified that Oswald annoyed him by keeping his overhead light on to read even after 10 p.m. Um, hey, buddy. Lights out. <laughs> lights fucking out. <laughs> Now, at about I'd one. Be pretty annoyed too. Oh, I'd be pissed. It's like when people, well, it's kind of the inverse. I hate when I'm sitting in a window seat on a plane and somebody asks me to pull the shade down. Yeah, and you're like, absolutely Fuck
2: no. fucking not. I'm looking um, at the I'm these sorry, clouds. I paid five extra dollars for this window seat. Sorry you got stuck in the middle. Sorry. Not
0: my problem. Sorry you're so tiny that the fucking light from it somehow crests into your eyes. Yeah, at a blinding why don't you get, angle. what are
2: those? Sleep masks. Get, get a sleep mask. Wear some sunglasses. I'm fucking no. <laughs> oh. Grow up. Uh,
0: at about one thirty-five on October 3rd, he arrived on the International Bridge from Nuevo Laredo into Teja. He's back Woo-hoo! in the States, baby. Lee Harvey Yo! Oswald. Unclear, unclear if he expected the same fucking
2: press parade he thought he was going to <laughs> Exactly. He's like, shit, I did it again, boys. I'm back. But
0: I guarantee you he absolutely thought he was at the very least deserving of it. Um he arrived at uh he arrived back in Dallas at 2:20 p.m. the same day. So October 3rd, Lee Harvey Oswald is officially in Dallas. Now when he gets back, he didn't tell Marina. You know, he's like, uh, "Got to hit like up a, a couple thrift stores. <laughs> I got to go get this picture. <laughs> oh, fuck, I forgot the bracelet. Got to hit a titty club. Um <laughs> He actually first went to the office of unemployment where he filed an unemployment compensation claim, announced he was looking for work, where he then was sent to go live at the YMCA for a day. Uh, He ends up registering as a serviceman. And the reason I'm kind of reading this like this is a lot of just footnotes about what he did, and we still need to catch up. So moving pretty quick. Hey, we were talking bullet points. We were talking about the YMCA. What was it last episode? The why, the why, and it's egregious prices. Yes, they were egregious back then too. Because Lee Harvey Oswald told them he was an active duty service member, so they would waive the fee for him staying
1: there. Holy night. shit! Yeah.
2: I like, hey, actually, um, I'm uh, I'm a marine, so I'm a sniper. <laughs> uh on the following. Watch day, how fast I can chamber this.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about that. He does yeah. start doing that. Oh, wait, did we talk about that Yeah, we already brought that up, yeah. Where he was like sitting on his porch and he would just do it (laughs) late at night. Uh, The following day, he applied for a job as a typesetter trainee, which is a job that I'm 89% sure doesn't exist anymore. I would hope not. A typesetter? (laughs) According to the department foreman, he made a favorable impression, but the uh, plant superintendent decided not to hire Oswald because of the unfavorable responses that his questions produced unclear what those are but he was an unfavorable guy damn he's probably
2: leaving. asking like hey so you're gonna pay for my health care do it be fighting? Uh, benefits boot stipend boot stipend anything is there a bullet stipend yeah
0: <laughs> later that day he uh he eventually does call marina tell her he's back because he needs a ride home because They weren't living in Dallas, they were living in a suburb of Dallas,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, hey, can you pick me up? Actually,
0: up? uh, Marina refused and he had to hitchhike back <laughs> home. <laughs> Figured out yourself. I know you've been back, Lee. I know you've been, I know you've been back. Uh, he stayed at that house. He was so they're living at, at it's they're living with a woman named Mrs. Payne, so it's referred to as the Payne home. So, we'll, we'll just, <laughs> Keep referring the to the house it of right. pain. The house of pain. That's so kind of that is kind of cold-blooded. Oswald stayed at the house of pain for uh two days the whole weekend. And Marina said that wow, he came back with a glow. He got on those beaches.
1: Yeah.
0: Changed for the better, she said. According to him, according to her, he treated her with respect. Hey, he got he's looking, her that sweet bracelet. He's looking fucking fit. Um but I got a big ass head. <clears throat> she did not want to live with him, though, because she was pregnant and thought it would be better to, quote, be with a woman who spoke English and Russian. I think that's what she meant for Lee. I'm not 100% hmm. sure, but left that in. Marina doesn't really want to be with him come early October. How about you go <laughs> back
2: to the Y? Go back to Mexico. Go back to Mexico. Just get out of my fucking face. Uh, On
0: Monday, October 7th, Mrs. Payne drove Oswald to the bus station, and he returned to Dallas to look for more jobs and a new place to live. I guess Marina kicked him out. Good for her.
1: Fuck that Strong independent woman.
0: So Oswald returns to Dallas. He thinks the YMCA was too expensive for him, intended to rent a room. Wasn't it
2: free? Yeah, I don't know, honestly. What's
0: better than that? Uh, by October 7th, wait, is that the same day? It is. excuse me, the evening of October 7th, uh, there were no vacancies at anywhere local. He next responded to a for rent sign at a rooming house at 621 Marseille street. There he obtained a room, which he paid the weekly rent of $7.
2: Jesus dude. They're bleeding him dry. <laughs> That's fucking, dude,
0: these <laughs> real estate prices, inflation. Uh, I, yeah 28 we, we did bucks a month inflation is uh inflation is one percent this year yeah 28 bucks a month <laughs> can you fucking imagine realistically i
2: mean dude i would be i would be rich be a billionaire i would be a fucking millionaire by now uh he spent much of the time 28 dollars. shut up yeah. yeah it's just a little too pricey I'm shut up shut up
0: uh, he spent much of his time when he was not out looking for work in his room. He would call Marina every day, where she would write in her journal. Lee called twice a day. Was worried about my health and about June. That's their daughter. If you mm-hmm. don't remember? I remember. Uh, I remember. By that Friday, Oswald told his landlady, a woman named Missus Mary Bledsoe, that he was going to Irving, Texas, for the weekend, but would be back the return or excuse me, the following week. She said that uh, she refused to rent the room to him for the next week because she just, quote, didn't like him. So it seems like he's
2: got this effect on a lot of people. (laughs) Um, Yeah, actually, no. I don't fuck with you, dude. Hey,
0: I'm going to be gone next week, but I'll be back next week. No, you won't.
2: Uh, No, you're going to be gone. (laughs) You're out of here. Why don't you just stay in urban?
0: Uh, Oswald returned, ended up having to go back to Mrs. Payne's house October 12th and 13th during which time she gave him a driving lesson, which I'm not sure if he didn't know how to drive. Maybe he didn't know how to drive. A st- I don't know. I was going to say maybe he didn't know how to drive a stick, but that's all they had.
2: And he was in, an ar- he was in the Army. You yeah. Know. He was a Marine. Of course he knows how to drive. <clears throat> maybe it was a riding lesson. Oh, shit. Mrs. <laughs> Payne.
0: <laughs> uh, he told her that he had received... She's a freak. ...the last of the unemployment checks due to him and that it had been smaller than the previous ones. Please sir
2: can you spare spare seven dollars
0: Mrs. Payne testified that Oswald was extremely discouraged because his wife was expecting a baby he had no money, no job
2: oh wah, wah, wah.
0: you've been a you've been a guy expecting a baby, but you always had a job
2: yeah, I barely had a job <laughs> when I had a kid actually was that because you were in Montana? No because I was young oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> because I was employed for a year. Yeah. Uh, on I mean, one, I, I had a job. Yeah, no. I was but like, say, it, I was, it was. It was still recently new. Yeah, I remember. You, you. Know what I mean? I remember you working pretty hard. Of course, I still do. You still do. someone has got to stack some bread up around here. Yeah, somebody's got to get the studio space. Jesus. Going. Yeah. Fucking a. Lord knows Greg won't. Lord <laughs> knows Greg won't. All he
0: does, nothing.
2: All he does is do everything here. Uh, Jeez.
0: Jeez. Um, so Monday, Mrs. Payne drove Oswald back into Dallas. Since she had other business there, she figured might as well bring this big headed dipshit back. Uh there he picked up his stuff from Mrs. <laughs> Bledsoe's rooming house. Bloodsoe. Bloodsoul. Yeah, Miss Bloodsoe. That was the lady who rented the first room. Crazy. Paying attention. Bloodsoe. No, it's Bloodsoe. Bledso. B L E D S O E.
2: That's crazy, though. so Yeah. And Payne. Whoa. Some wild last names. I dig it. Here's the triangle.
0: I'm drawing a triangle in the air. Uh, He later that day rented a room at 1026 North Beckley Avenue from a Mrs. A.C. Johnson for, dude, they're fucking price gouging him, $8 a week.
2: Shit. <laughs> Cheapers. Like, God damn. <laughs> he registered Isn't as, it supposed to be cheaper over here? <laughs> Isn't this the poor part of town?
0: <laughs> uh, he registered as OH Lee because, again, I think he thought it was
2: funny. Oswald Harvey Lee <laughs> uh, moved in right away. Fucking comedian. This guy is over here. Here, though, he was
0: allowed to tell of it. He is a fucking comedian. He was allowed to watch TV, which that mean lady, Mrs. Bledsoe, wouldn't let him do. Can you imagine your landlord no like, TV. showing up?
2: No. Nope. Like right now. Shut it off. Just turn it off. I would tell her to get out of my face. Do you know your landlord? No. Isn't it a corporation? Yeah. Okay. So, no.
0: <laughs> Again, he spent most of his time in his room, pouting, crying, because Marina didn't want to fuck him. Uh, he got books, read a lot, had subscriptions to a couple periodicals. Nudie mags or... Probably a couple nudie mags. That's, that's fit Definitely. for the time. Yeah. yeah.
2: That- That's the other half of his paycheck.
0: (laughs) The next Monday, Mrs. Payne mentioned the Oswald's financial and employment problems to neighbors whom she was visiting. Oh, excuse me. This is that same Monday. Uh, A Mrs. Lenny Mac Randall, who was one of these people, remarked that she thought her younger brother, Buell Wesley Frazier, who worked at the Texas School Book Depository, had said that there was a job Hmm. opening there.
2: There's a job
0: uh, when Marina heard of this, she asked Mrs. Payne to call the depository to see if it... Could it be true? Could it really be? <laughs> could there a
1: job open Could little
0: old Lee get a job? He said... She called... Mrs. Payne calls the guy. He says, all right, you know, we'll talk to this fucking guy, Lee. This fucking we'll
2: get guy. get him in here, whatever. This fucking guy.
0: Oswald called the house, or called the people. She, uh, next day, interviewed, hired at a temporary capacity. They weren't going to commit to him yet, but...
2: Yeah, love, we'll give you a little trial run. We heard from your last landlord that uh, <laughs> you're kind of a douchebag. You're a bag. weirdo.
1: No
0: TV. Uh, he worked. He began work Wednesday, October sixth. 6- no TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he began work Wednesday, October sixteenth. He filled book orders. Worked eight to four forty-five. Received dollar twenty-five an hour. That, that's <laughs> Buku <beaucoup laughs> bucks. That's fucking. <laughs> That's fucked up. Fill up up your car with that. Oh, yeah. Gas is 29 cents a gallon. Fucking A, dude. 125 an hour. Yeah. Rent? Not bad. Rent? Yeah. You only need to work one day a week for rent. What's that? that, Does that math still kind of work or no?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. It doesn't. How much do you make a day? How much do I make? Yeah. I don't need to tell them. That's facts. But my rent is like two weeks of me working. Yeah. Okay. So it's ye- half a half yeah. of my okay. About it's a little under. Yeah. yeah. I'd say eight no, days is, is my rent. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a day. It's, it's, yeah, just you not would need it to rack. be
0: four days would be your rent. Yeah. I um, need to
2: make uh you know, over a rack a day to uh be able to afford my rent. Well he's
0: making his rent for one week in one day. So for one week, right, right, yeah, right. So your rent per week. Do that math in your head. Um, and does that equal one day's worth of work? Close. Okay, but not. But no, no. <laughs> close, but no. Gotcha. During his first week at work, Oswald became acquainted with Fraser, with whom he arrived. Who <clears throat> arranged to ride to Irving on the weekends. Which I think Irving is where the Payne home must be. I must have cut that out because I think okay. he crashes there on the weekends.
2: Right, he's just couch
0: surfing. Yeah, he's like a he's like you know you part time dad. Yeah, exactly. Half time after on Friday, October eighteenth, Fraser drove him home back to Irving to the Payne home, uh, and it was his birthday. Remember Oswald? He's a fucking Leo. What's October? He's a fucking Leo. I don't know uh, if that's right.
2: I don't know, dude.
0: You're asking um, the
2: wrong guy.
0: Marina and Mrs. Payne arranged for a small celebration. Uh, on Sunday, he stayed with the family. Again, Mrs. Payne drove Marina to the hospital, and she gave birth to a second daughter named Rachel. Holy shit. Big family. Two kids now this guy has. How? How? He went to work back Monday, but that evening he visited Marina in the hospital and spent the night in Irving. Marina wrote, Monday evening, Lee visited me in hospital. He was very happy at the birth of another daughter and even wept a little. He said the two daughters were better for each other. Two sisters. He stayed with me about two hours. Oswald returned to Dallas next morning. So he's back in the D town. Big D, big D. Yeah, he kind of just hung out in Dallas for the next few weeks, few days, whatever. Eventually rents a post box, post office box on November 1st. And now it's important to note at this time, this entire time, the FBI is very, very aware of the Oswald family. They're aware he's a creep. They're aware how much he fucking gets his dick hard over communism. All of that. His fair play for Cuba shit. If you remember that, when he was like, hey, can I be president of this branch? They were like, I got my own office. Thanks. And he was like, cool. Well, I already did it. Yeah.
2: I'm, I, I, I have declared myself. The FBI
0: actually visited the Payne home on multiple occasions in November. And just out of like sheer luck, he was never there each time. Like they went and saw him like November 5th, but he was only there on the weekends. November 5th just, I guess, wasn't a weekend. Um, all of that. The FBI was taking a look at him. Early they were trying, November.
2: yes. Like man, you know, maybe before the president, uh, Marine eventually
0: <laughs> told him this, and Oswald was said to be troubled by the FBI's interest in him. He declared that the FBI was trying to inhibit his activities and wrote to the Soviet embassy in Washington. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is not now interested in my activities in the progressive organization, Fair Play for Cuba Committee, of which I was secretary in New Orleans, <coughs> state Louisiana. <laughs> he was not, by the way. That is the one where he no, was that's lying. a lie,
2: dude. He made his own business card.
0: But I no longer reside in that state. However, the FBI has visited us here in Dallas, Texas on November 1st, which I don't think is true because that uh, could be true. Um, a man... Agent James P. Hasty warned me that I think fe- this is interesting because, according to the Warren Commission, they never met Lee Harvey Oswald, but, but he now says this is- he does. That I engage in the Fair Play for Cuba Committee activities in Texas. The FBI will regain and take in interest in me. This agent also. Well, this actually doesn't even. He doesn't even have that. We listen to him in the intro. How does he talk? Well, I would like some legal representation. There
2: that you go. The <clears throat> yeah, a the agent also
0: suggested to Marina that she could remain in the United States nice. under FBI protection. That is, she could defect from the Soviet Union. Of course, I and my wife strongly protested these tactics by the notorious FBI. Please inform us of the arrival Federal of our
2: Soviet inspector. Federal
0: booby inspector. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Please inform us of the arrival of our Soviet entrance visas as soon as they come. They had no plans to send him
2: one. They're like, um, when did what? <laughs> when did you request that? Is this the request? Uh, is this the yeah. request yeah. for them? Uh, the following, There's some documents you got to <laughs> fill out later. You got to sign like four different things. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, and you have to sign it. You understand? You got to be here. <laughs> uh, the
0: following Friday, November 8th, Oswald as usual drove to the Payne home via that guy Frazier. On that Saturday, Mrs. Payne took him to the Texas Texers, te- uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was starting to do it <laughs> uh, t- 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 The Texas driver's license examining station, but because it was an election day, the station was closed. Oh no. Oswald stayed with the Paynes through Monday, November 11th, which was Veterans Day. During the weekend, Mrs. Payne gave him another driving lesson. Now, let me remind you of the timeline. That's November 11th. We are rapidly approaching November 22nd, yeah,
2: 1963. Yeah, 11 days.
0: This is what he's doing in the days leading up. None of it is, like, too wild.
2: He's just, like, farting around. Maybe
0: I'll get my driver's license. Got a
2: job.
0: At the Texas School Had Book a kid. Depository. Had a kid, literally. Um, the next weekend, though, he did not go to Irving, so that would be the weekend of, like, the 18th. Hmm. Um. His wife had asked him not to go because Michael Payne, who Oswald did not get along with, unclear if it's the son of Mrs. Payne. That's my assumption. Uh, but would be there to celebrate his daughter's birthday. Also, maybe that's maybe Michael Payne is the dad of Mrs. Payne. It's unclear the relation. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um. Although. She felt that because he had stayed for three days the preceding weekend, he would abuse Mrs. Payne's hospitality if he returned so soon. Oswald called Marina on Saturday afternoon, said that he had returned the driver's license examining station that morning, but had not waited because there was a long line. So. What else are you going to do all um, day? Fucking yeah, dude. What, what, are you busy?
2: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Get a license, bro. (laughs) You were just geeked about the fact that one of your... The places that let you stay, let you have refrigerator and television fucking function. Yeah, privileges. Just gonna open and close the uh, refrigerator wee. door.
2: Um, didn't even got an Xbox. Fucking Xbox.
0: On Sunday, November seventeenth, at Marina's request, Ruth Payne called Oswald, and uh <clears throat> she asked him, "Wait, when? Oh, when she asked for him? Excuse me." She was told that no one by that name lived at the address, which greatly surprised her. It's unclear. I don't know if she had the right number or what, but uh, the next day, Oswald called his wife when she indicated that she had been upset by the fact that there had been no Lee Oswald at the number, which he had given to Mrs. Payne. He said that he was using a fictitious name and that she should not have called the Beckley Avenue number. He did not call the following day, which was unusual. So now, we're getting to... And this is the 18th. That's the 18th. Three days later, November 21st, the eve of the day. Ooh.
2: That morning, Thursday, November 21st... That was a special day, you know? There's it is. a lot of excitement. You almost get more
0: excited for the eve than yeah, the day. Yeah, the exactly.
2: Year. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to do this.
0: Um, Oswald asked Frazier to take him to Irving when he went home that evening saying that he wanted to pick up some curtain rods. That will be very important, this package of curtain rods. Okay. His arrival was a surprise Hold on to that, everybody. He generally asked Mrs. Payne for permission before arriving. This time, he did not ask for permission. She thought that he- He just pulled up to the spot. <laughs> they, he just dropped him off and was like, I'll take it from here. It's like an Uber. You know, just hopped out, no explanation, here I am. See you later. Now, she thought that he had come to Irving because he felt badly about arguing with his wife about the name and phone number situation, but he told her it was because he was lonely. That's why he was there. I, can't, I can only open and shut the refrigerator door so many times. I just, I just really need someone to talk to. <clears throat> he said that it was especially bad because he hadn't come the previous weekend, and he told Marina that he wanted to make his peace with her. He spent the time before dinner on the lawn, playing with his daughters. However, when he attempted to talk to his wife, she would not answer, which only served to upset him.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that is pretty a frustrating thing. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you're familiar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I am. It sucks. Uh,
0: He asked her to, hey, why don't you get out of Irving? Come with me to Dallas. Let's run away together. She refused. Uh, after dinner, Oswald watched television while Mrs. Payne and Marina cleaned Opened the house. the fridge
2: a couple times.
0: He's like, this shit is so sick. Damn, dude. Oh, hot, sh- cold. Hot. He's like trying to do that thing where you poke your head around to see when the light shuts off. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> where is
0: that dang switch? Uh, Oswald watched television. The women cleaned the house, prepared the children for bed, and it's said that he went to bed at about 9 p.m. That's his activity, November 21st. The day before. Yep. Now let's catch up with JFK. Remember, he was going to Texas for He's a living series. the
2: high life. He's on fucking
0: Air Force One, dude. dude yeah. And like Shit.
2: Texas is getting lit for him to show up. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, oh nah, man, this is going to be the best fucking drive through <laughs> yet.
0: Ever, dude. Uh And if you remember, he was going to Texas for a series of speeches to prep for his reelection election campaign. Mm-hmm. The day we catch up with him. November twenty first, the trip to Texas began when Mrs. Kennedy and the president left the White House by helicopter, ten forty five a.m. November twenty first. So the same morning, Oswald's fucking pissing away at the Ruth Payne's home. Simultaneously,
2: are you telling me JFK took a helicopter from DC to oh yeah, Texas? Oh we totally just lied,
0: dude. Uh, let's see. They t- wait, no. They arrived for, oh, they, they took the helicopter to the Air Force Base. Got it, got it. I was like, holy shit. I couldn't remember. That'd be kind of
2: tight, though. Thup, 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 that would thup, be thup, a thup, long
0: plane or helicopter ride. That would be kind of sick, that'd though.
2: That'd be cool.
0: How fast do those travel?
2: Um, uh, Not very. Not very fast. Right? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> not a jet. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I know they can go fast, but like, I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. Uh, So they take off
0: Air Force One from the Air Force Base. At 11 a.m. Arriving in San Antonio at 1.30 p.m. Probably right now, Lee Harvey Oswald eating lunch, eating a ham and oh. fucking cheese sandwich. No mayo or mustard. Scala potatoes. Yeah. Uh, they're greeted there. Vice President Johnson and Governor Connolly had already been there, who joined the presidential party in a motorcade through San Antonio. Hmm. During the afternoon, President Kennedy dedicated the U.S. Air Force school... <clears throat> Air Force School of Aerospace Medicine of Brooks. Just an Air Force base in San Antonio. He's like,
2: nah, it's the School of Medicine, actually. Yeah, they're doctors. Yeah, they're doctors. I wonder
0: if that's kind of... My brother went to the Air Force Academy in San Antonio. I wonder if this is the same one. I don't know. It's got to be.
2: I'm sure there's only
0: one. Uh, Late in the afternoon, he flew to Houston, where he rode through the city in a second motorcade of the day. He then spoke at Rice University Stadium and attended a dinner in honor of U.S. Representative Albert Thomas. Now, picture this. We just said what while he's doing all this, Lee Harvey Oswald playing with his daughters on the fucking lawn, eating
2: probably a weird roast
0: beef dinner in Texas.
2: Whatever he is. Probably a couple glasses of milk. Probably a couple few glasses of milk. Now,
0: this speech at Rice Stadium was kind of a big deal. I think a lot of people reference it. It's honestly, his last speech, um, there were like 100,000 extra people there who had come to see them, and they were said that a lot of them even came just to see Jackie Kennedy because everybody loved her so much. With their cute Anywhere. little hats. Pillbox hats.
1: With their little cute little
2: hats.
0: Uh, that evening, presidential party flew out of Houston to Fort Worth, where they spent the night at the Texas Hotel. So now we know what both of them were doing the night before. Let's catch up to November twenty second,
1: a
2: day that will change history. Damn! See the big day.
0: What happens when these two men with large heads (laughs) hang out in Dealey Plaza together? (laughs) So, picking up with (laughs) Kennedy. (laughs) Hang out. On the morning of November 22nd, President Kennedy attended a breakfast at the Texas Hotel that he was staying at, and that's the name of the hotel. It's not just a Texas Hotel. It's It's the the Texas Hotel. Texas. I have no idea if it's
2: a nice hotel. Anyway, fucking better be the president's there,
0: right? That's a good point. It's not the fucking Best Western. (laughs) Yeah, they're not
2: staying at a Motel Eight or Motel (laughs) Six, Super Eight, whatever the fuck, extended stay. Uh, now, so Holiday we, Inn and yeah. sweets, on the other hand.
0: Do you think they gave him just like one of those bagel and yogurt? Like, oh, continental dude, like breakfasts? pick an orange, make yeah. your
2: own fucking waffle, idiot. <laughs> there's something here's there's, some soggy eggs.
0: Oh, the eggs are so bad. <laughs> oh my god, those are disgusting. I was just going to you say, a like, stale muffin. There's something that's charming about a continental breakfast, but you are right, the fucking.
2: The yeah. eggs, dude. What's charming is that bag. you have to wake up early Beat all the old while you're on vacay. Because if you sleep past nine... The juice bar is kind of sick. <laughs> it's you know? over. It's yeah, done. No, you're fucked. It's done. They
0: don't restock that. They're like, we actually do restock it. We restock it at you know five thirty and then six forty five. Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, so you have plenty of time. You'll be fine. You see, you, you have you two have options. Plenty of time. You'll be fine. You either get up and eat breakfast, or you don't, and you deal
0: with it. And you, when was the last time you stayed at a hotel? I don't uh, remember the last time I stayed at a hotel. I'm an Airbnb guy.
2: Probably. Probably uh, my homie's wedding, oh, actually. Nice. Shout out. I
0: saw the uh, Christmas card. Yeah. On,
2: uh, what's up, Simon? Isaac. Isaac, <laughs>
0: Jesus. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Isaac? Um, He said you look like a lady killer. He said I do, or I said that? You said him. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, hey,
0: we have the same opinion. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah. so are you single or... <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> All right, so he gets he's his Mary, fucking Mary Greg. He, I won't I won't I'll stop flirting. Uh so he gets his fucking <laughs> breakfast. He gets his little stale bagel, his little plastic paper cup whatever the fuck of Cheerios. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter pint of milk. Those are fu- oh, dude fuck Yeah. anyway. Uh so he's there with, you know, a guy named Kenneth O'Donnell who mm. Talked kind of about Kenneth O'Donnell. I'm not sure what his role was necessarily, but really what he told the president. Hey, there are a lot of risks about, you know, the public appearances you are making down here. Just heads up. This is like the same day. Uh, According to (laughs) a heads up. (laughs) And according to O'Donnell, Kennedy uh, replied that if anybody really wanted to shoot the president of the United States, it was not a very difficult job. All one had to do was get to a high building someday with a telescopic rifle, and there was nothing anybody could do <laughs> to defend against such an attempt. I lost the accent at the end there. Yeah, but, but re- you had it. You had re- re- it, He really predicted his own fucking death. Damn. Call um, him the oracle. Upon concluding the conversation, the president farted in his hand, cupped it yeah, it face, Suck it, turd nugget. Flipped him off. <laughs> and uh, no, he uh, that was pretty much the end of it. Dobby, and-
2: you're a worry ward. I'll be fine.
0: Smell my fingers. Yeah, hey, Donald. No, all that worrying ever gets you this? <laughs> Smell my fingers. Uh, anyway, that was pretty much the conversation he had. Departed the Texas hotel. Took off for Dallas. Now, Dallas's forecast Dallas' forecast for the day. Dallas, baby. Dallas, baby. <laughs> Dallas, Salad. <laughs> Uh, so but the man. forecast for the day was originally cloudy, which kind of concerned him. He with the chance of me, cloudy with the chance of fucking hail, of yeah. FMJ, infrangible bullets.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's next episode. That is next
0: episode. We'll talk about Ooh. it. Uh, but now the rain had stopped, as if <gasps> the Pope himself had given jfk the go
2: the divine right
0: he said hey god fucking chill on dallas my guy's
2: going really need this shit to clear up for him today (laughs) you know first catholic in the scene you know he's also like man i
0: know that there's a guy in a book depository so if you could clear this up yeah quick. pope had ulterior motives
2: oh shit see and that's what the people don't
0: know and by mid-morning what was once a Gloomy, overcast sky had given way to the bright sunshine that greeted the presidential party when Air Force One touched down at Love Field at eleven forty a.m. Oh, there he was met by Governor, uh, the Governor and the Mrs. Connolly, as well as Senator Ralph W. Yarborough, and uh, they had also joined LBJ. They were on Air Force Two though. L. So, Big Dick yes, Johnson, the guy who. That's a crazy fucking crazy legacy. dude. Yeah, crazy dude. That guy's a like, whatever. Him. Whatever. Anyway, they had arrived just like five minutes earlier. They were ready to greet him. I don't know if that's how that goes. Maybe Air Force Two lands before Air Force One. So that way, yeah, know, the president a feels a little
2: royal. <laughs> yeah. The, laying um. down the red
0: carpet <laughs> as they land. There was a little welcome committee by the Dallas reception. Um, President and Mrs Kennedy walked through a chain link fence at the reception area to a large crowd of spectators that had gathered around to see just a glimpse of the big-headed man and the yeah, pillbox hat woo, woman. Woo, um, woo, yeah. Oh Secret
2: yeah. Secret service agents
0: formed a line to keep the press and photographers from impeding Hey, them. back
2: up. Back up. Just, off. The fuck bear.
0: Bear. just <laughs> is blasting into a crowd of people. Um, oh, Jesus!
2: Freeze! Um,
0: approximately just ten minutes. I'm after, just detaining
2: you. You're not under arrest. You understand? I'm just detaining you. You're not under arrest. I
0: can't see.
2: Now uh, you're under arrest. <laughs> now,
0: what would you say to me? Are you insinuating I used excessive force? <laughs> <coughs> Punches him again. <laughs> Uh, Approximately ten minutes after their arrival at Love Field, the President, Madam Kennedy, and the <coughs> Connelly's presidential automobile motorcade begins.
2: Skidoosh.
0: <laughs> Fuck you, dude.
1: Sebastian, I've been
2: out of
0: that for so long. Fucking Sebastian off mic. We were talking about Kung Fu Panda, and he wouldn't stop saying Skadoosh. skidoo God damn it! For like fucking like twenty minutes. No, and he was no. Like,
2: well, you should have seen me, uh, two thousand eight, when the movie he was first came out.
0: Fucking bring it into this episode, and I forgot about it. Oh god! All right. So now may we're not gonna, be the
2: last one either.
0: I'm sure it's not. I'm sure you'll say it in a very inappropriate. <laughs> <song>. <laughs> no, I
2: think I already kind of got it lined up. Yeah, I think. <laughs> no. he, All
0: right. So we're going to I wanted to quickly talk about the arrangements that were made, how the like the motorcade order, all of that, just because it's kind of interesting when you think about it. So arrangements for presidential trips made were made by the Secret Service, and they're designed to provide protection while permitting a large group of people to still see the president. After all, it is a public appearance you were mm. there to see the president it is a motorcade it is a parade you're not just sitting behind tint is what i'm saying right it's
2: not bulletproof glass yeah down the whole stretch of highway
0: now that makes everything difficult because you know what if somebody steps in front of the motorcade what if somebody you know wants to get reckless on the path something like that how do you prevent unscheduled stops i couldn't tell you but they plan it all out
2: Oh, it's easy. The tank is in the front, so they (laughs) just run over things. Um, There were some pre-scheduled stops in Dallas, though.
0: JFK ordered it. JFK insisted on it. He wanted to greet the public, and we'll talk about what those stops are. Um, But first, let's talk about the order of the vehicles because it's important and goes as follows. Leading the motorcade is motorcycles led by Dallas police, all of that. Then there's the pilot car. That's by officers of the Dallas Police Department. Um, they uh, proceed everything by about a quarter of a mile. So that's, you know, maybe if somebody jumps in the road, these people fucking slam on their brakes, detain <laughs> them. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Pull them off the road. Get down. It is meant to alert the police along the route in case of signs of trouble. Next came an additional set of four to six motorcycles whose main purpose was to keep the crowd back. Flanking so the,
2: the cavalry, they dude. They all have
0: different functions. Then there's the lead car. That's described as the rolling command car. Unmarked Dallas police car driven by the chief of police. Excuse me. Occupied by secret service agents. Occupants scan the crowd. They're looking into buildings like these people. Binoculars,
2: are like, yeah, fucking everything, dude.
0: Portable radar, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, Looking for heartbeats. Following normal practice, the lead automobile stayed approximately four to five car lengths ahead of the president's limousine. Now we get the president's limousine. Pretty fucking standard. President sits in it. We've all seen the Zapruder film. If you he haven't, you can see it. It's a 1961 Lincoln convertible with Pam. two collapsible jump seats between the front and rear seats. This is where the magic bullet thing. Always like falls apart. People are like, How did the bullet go through Kennedy into Connolly if they're sitting at the same height? They weren't. Jump seats are manufactured, flip up, flip down, and sit at a lower level than your standard seat in a car. Right. So, President Connolly, is sitting like a bouton. Yeah, like six inches beneath. Yeah, head below, like mm-hmm. a fucking theater. So. Kennedy rode on the right-hand side of the rear seat. Mrs. Kennedy on his left. Governor Connolly occupied the right jump seat. Mrs. Connolly, the left. Women in front of the women. You get it. Um, motorcycles. Four motorcycles then follow beyond, or excuse me, behind the presidential limousine. Their main purpose, keep back the crowd. Then you got the presidential follow-up car. 1955 Cadillac, eight-passenger convertible. Damn. That sounds sick, dude. That Damn. <laughs> sick.
2: Holy shit. Any um, passenger convertible. What? Yes. It's okay. not meant, it's meant, it's like a fucking tugboat. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty sick. You see pictures Yeah, of but it. like, you're not going to be cruising no, in a car not that big. Not. Maybe a pontoon is yeah. more accurate. It's mm, a cruiser.
0: Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. It's a cruiser. Uh, this time, Full. Full to the brim. Eight Secret Service agents. Oh, yeah,
2: of? <laughs> of
0: whom? <laughs> two in the front, two in the rear, two on each of the right and left running boards. What the fuck? Do so these guys have, like, on turrets <laughs>
2: on the sides, dude? Like the Millennium Falcon?
0: I'm <laughs> glad you asked. Each agent carried a 38 caliber pistol, a shotgun, and an AR. Nice. <laughs> Three straps.
2: Dude, banded up. Uh, the agents in the car. Didn't really help, did it?
0: No, well. We we won't talk about it yet. The agents in the car, under established procedure, had instructions to watch the route for signs of trouble, scanning not only the crowds, but the windows, roofs, buildings, overpasses, and crossings. Curtain rods. Watch out for a curtain rod (laughs) sticking out of a window. Uh, They were instructed to watch, particularly for thrown objects, grenades, things like that. Any sudden action in the crowd any movement toward the presidential car, any of that shit. The agents on the front of the running board had directions to move immediately to positions just to the rear of JFK to protect the back of his head Mm -hmm. and Jackie Kennedy to protect Uh, the back of her head. uh Um, And that was in the case that even if if the car even slowed down to a walking pace or was stopped, that was their trigger to jump off. And get in position,
2: get in there, be a meat shield. Yeah. They didn't hop
0: on there immediately. The two agents on the rear of the running boards were to advance forward toward the president. um, If it stopped or slowed down for them to do so. So they're kind of going to the side. Then behind it, you've got the vice presidential car, JFK or not JFK, excuse me. The LBJ, vice presidential follow-up, and then the remainder of the motor kid. Those are pretty insignificant. just consists of police cars, motorcycles, um, all of that. Now, within all of of these cars, there is the caboose. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Nobody likes dragging up the caboose, but somebody's got to do it. I like a caboose. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) Skadoosh. Damn it. Got me again. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Uh, all of these cars have fucking walkie-talkies in them. All of that shit. Are you sure it's not a cup and string? It might as well have been because clearly <laughs> there wasn't a great communication between everybody.
2: No, there was between. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There was a connection, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Now that's JFK. He's in his presidential limousine, 61 On top of Lincoln, the world, bro. Feeling great. Now let's catch back up. With Lee Harvey Oswald at about the same time. Little old Lee. Now, if you remember the night before, Oswald got to bed about you know 9 p.m. But then he got out of bed. Ooh. He went to the garage. Couldn't after sleep. The, after the children had been put to bed. Now, <laughs> say goodnight. Uh, according to Mrs. Payne she went to the garage to paint some children's blocks that she was making on her own because I guess if you're a lonely spinster you make children's toys. Yeah, I'm gonna
2: make children's blocks.
0: Uh, she said she worked in the garage for half an hour or so and that when
2: she. Hey if you wanna succeed you gotta put in the time Mrs. Payne. It's half true. hour ain't gonna cut half it. Half hour's not gonna cut it. Fuck no. Unless you're warm up. Now she said that
0: I noticed when I went out that the light was on. She insisted that she had not left the light in the garage after dinner. I would never. So awfully suspicious the light in the garage is on. Like I said, Oswald had gone to bed by nine, but Marina testified that it was between nine and 10. Not, you know, hey, nine on 10. Pretty big gap when you're thinking about it. Yeah. Neither Marina nor Ruth Payne, sometimes, sorry, Ruth Payne, Mrs. Payne, uh, saw Oswald in the garage. Nobody saw him there. Now, the period between 8 and 9 p.m., however, provided ample opportunity for Oswald to prepare the curtain rods, the rifle, for its departure the next morning. Only if disassembled could the rifle fit into a paper bag that Lee had carried
2: with him. Now, I told you, To remember the curtain, did he just fucking stick a baguette out the top and be like, No, it's just groceries?
0: (laughs) That'd be funny. (laughs) He like like, cuts (laughs) off half a
2: baguette and like sticks it on the top of one of the barrel of the gun (laughs) sticking out.
0: (laughs) Hey, dude. Um, Now, it would later be calculated, I guess, by an FBI special agent. Uh, It took six minutes to disassemble and reassemble the rifle, and you had to use a dime to turn the nails if you don't have a screwdriver um or excuse me screw the screws Duh. now it may have been already disassembled is what people think when oswald arrived home on thursday because he had a curtain rod package yet mm. a- <clears throat> excuse me he had ample time that evening to disassemble it put it into the paper bag reassemble it practice all of that shit over and over and over the night of Thursday, November 21st. Right. Now, on the morning of November 22nd, Lee Harvey Oswald left home at about 7.15 a.m. and Marina was still in bed. Neither her nor Mrs. Payne could uh, testify to when he left. That's just kind of what the uh, hypothesis is based off time of times of arrival, shit like that. On his way out, one of his neighbors saw him and said uh, that he was, quote, carrying a heavy brown bag. She described it. She said, <clears throat> it tapered like this. She's doing like a motion as he hugged it in his hand. It was more bulky towards the bottom than toward the top. She then opened her kitchen door, looked out again, saw Oswald open the right rear door of Fraser's car. Because remember, he's still getting rides from this dude, Frazier. Right. <laughs> Put it in the bag. Got seat. his license. This is the curtain rods, by the way. If you didn't pick up on that just the curtain yet, curtain rods. Uh, according to its neighbor, she estimated that the package was approximately two feet long, maybe eight inches wide, and she thought that the color was similar to that of. Well, <clears throat> can't say exactly yet. There, so there's a. There will eventually be a bag found in the depository. She, when describing the bag, is describing the bag found Pretty at the depository close. is what i'm trying to say um so yeah the guy picking him up frazier met oswald at the kitchen door of his house they uh walked towards the car and as they were walking getting into the car Fraser, according to him glanced over his shoulder and noticed that lee was carrying a brown paper package he said he asked what's the package lee To which oswald said curtain rods Frazier would then later testify, quote, huh. the main reason he was going over there that Thursday afternoon when he was when he was to bring back some curtain rods, so I didn't think any more of that after he told me it was the curtain rods. Frazier then estimated that the bag was also about two feet long, give or take a few inches, and about five or six inches wide. You know, give same or take. shit that the lady said. As they sat in the car, Frazier asked Oswald where his lunch was, how his day was. Oswald replied that he was going to buy his lunch that day. Frazier testified that Oswald carried no lunch bag that day. And when he rode with me, I, I said he always brought lunch except that one day on November 22nd, he he didn't bring his lunch that day. That's like how he talks. He like repeats himself a lot.
2: <laughs> and I said that day, and on that day, you know, it's weird he didn't bring his lunch that day.
0: Frazier parked the car in the company parking lot, just two blocks north of the depository. Dang, Damn, fuck you, dude. They make, they make their employees park two blocks away. Fuck that. <laughs> you know how pissed I would be?
2: That is pretty fucking
0: wild. I think my mom had to do with that, too. That's like when I worked at the Mall of America and they tried to make us all park on the sixth floor. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm parking on the first floor right Not by the door. Not gonna happen, yeah. dude. Uh, Oswald left the car first, picked up his bag, and proceeded toward the building ahead of Frazier, to which Frazier walked behind. And as they crossed the railroad tracks, he watched the switching... Of the cars, according to him. I don't know why he bothered to add this. Swoop swap. Frazier <laughs> recalled that on one end of the package was under Oswald's armpit. The lower part was held in his right hand so that it was carried straight and parallel to his body. Almost like somebody would carry a rifle. You know, like how this fucking... Or curtain rod. Or, or, cur- or curtain rod. Whatever, run. Good point, whatever. Good point. Hey. Good point. Uh, that's <laughs> always how I carry my curtain rods. Like a soldier. Um, it was the first time, according to Fraser, that Oswald had not walked with Fraser from the parking lot. He was instead walking ahead of Fraser. When Frazier entered the building, he did not see Oswald, couldn't find him because he had, I guess, just taken off. Poof. Maybe he had to shit. We're Skadoosh. not going to jump to any conclusion. <laughs> Skadoosh in the wind. <laughs>
2: and he's gone.
0: He was, just, he was like, dude, maybe breakfast. Yeah. You know, hey, we can't. We
2: can't make. Dude, I can't miss the of breakfast again. I can't. I can't. I gotta go. This is my lunch. I
0: really have to shit. Uh, one employee, a Jack Doherty, believed that he saw Oswald coming to work, but he's not remembered that Oswald had anything in his hands as he entered the door. No other employee has been found who saw Oswald enter that morning. Wow. Well, Frazier Gover. Frazier watched him enter from the back, couldn't find him once he got in. Jack Doherty thinks he saw him, but is not sure. Like, nah, maybe. Now. Could have. That could have been yesterday. At about 11.45 a.m., the floor-laying crew used both elevators to come down from the sixth floor. The employees raced to the elevators to the first floor. Not sure why this was such a big deal that they had to use the (laughs) word erased. (laughs) Uh, but
2: one man it was, was a race i'm telling you, you dude fucking get there dude kill or <laughs> be killed be there or, or die uh Givens
0: saw a man named givens excuse me i didn't pick up his first name i apologize saw oswald standing at the gate on the fifth floor of the elevator as it went by givens testified that after reaching the first floor quote I discovered I left my cigarettes in my jacket pocket upstairs and I took the elevator back up to get to my jacket with my cigs in it. He saw Oswald, who had a clipboard in his hand, walking from the southeast corner of the sixth floor toward the elevator. Given said to Oswald, Boy, are you going downstairs? It's near lunchtime. Oswald said, No, sir. When you get downstairs, close the gate to the elevator. I can't do an Oswald. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Oswald was referring to the West Elevator, which operates by a push button and only when the gate was closed. So I'm assuming if the gate's not closed, you can't call the elevator up. Ah, right. Right. Sorry, make sure you fucking shut that, cause I'm on the Please, sixth floor. I'm, not I'm taking the damn I'm stairs. I'm trying to come back
2: down, dude. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm
0: stuck up here. Yeah, you Imagine fucker. The fucking like doors are like the stairs are fucking no like, staircase. Shut off. No staircase. And you're like the le- you're leaving late, <laughs> and somebody just didn't <laughs> shut the gate. Whoopsies. You're trapped up there. I gotta get out of here. Uh, Givens gave him a head nod, said, "All right." road down yes, the east sir. elevator yes sir thank you chef chef <laughs> <laughs> yes shef. <laughs> uh when he reached the first floor of the west elevator the one with the gate was not there he <gasps> shrugged the his shoulders he said all right must have been figured out by somebody else trippy given said that this was at about 11 55, maybe noon
2: fucking lunch time it wasn't
0: long he, or he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong I was going to say he wasn't lying and he wasn't wrong. Uh, <laughs> none of the depository employees are known to have seen Oswald again until after the shooting. Mm, right. Gibbons right. is the last person to see Oswald before the shooting. Ooh. Now, William Shelley, a foreman at the depository, Shelley. <laughs> also testified that he saw Oswald near the telephone on the first floor between 1145 and 1150. Janitor Eddie Piper also testified that he spoke to Oswald on the first floor at 12 p.m. So now we've got one guy saying saw him on the sixth floor. The other guy saying he was on the first floor at noon.
2: Man, Man that's it. a five minute difference. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You can get, like, you
0: can get down. Yeah, very easily. Uh, another co-worker, Bonnie, Bonnie Ray Williams. I don't know why everybody in the South at this time went by their full name. I'm uh, Bonnie Ray Williams. Bonnie Ray Williams. Can I call you Bonnie?
2: No. no, no, no. It's
0: Bonnie Ray Williams. Williams. Uh, she was eating lunch on the sixth floor of the a depository and was there until at least 12:10. Uh, at which point, wait, Bonnie Ray Williams is a guy?
1: <gasps> the black cut off.
0: No, it's he. No, okay. I knew this, I guess. When I, in the haze. Uh, <laughs> hey, I knew, or or, or I mean, I'm wrong. Anyway, Bonnie Ray Williams, he said they, he said, no, nah, they wouldn't want that. In hindsight, in they wouldn't allow that. They wouldn't allow gender neutral pronouns. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, he said that during the time, he did not see Oswald or anyone else on the sixth floor, and that he thought he was the only person up there. However, he also said that some boxes in the southeast corner of the depository We're
2: a little may have
0: prevented him from seeing deep into the room.
1: Ooh!
0: Now let's catch back up to Kennedy. Strategically placed, One might say. The motorcade left Love Field shortly after 1150. Now remember, we left Lee Harvey Oswald just after noon. Mm-hmm. So this is 20 minutes prior to all of that. Motorcade left Love Field shortly after 11.50 and drove at about 12, 30 miles an hour uh, through the most populated areas of the outskirts of Dallas. President Kennedy said he wanted to make two stops. First time was so that he could respond to a sign asking him to shake hands, got out, shook hands, said what's up. Um, That's Everybody cool. stopped. Yep. He was being super cool. Remember how kind of like the arrangement of the cars, everybody stopped. Everything was cool. On the other occasion he stopped, the president halted the motorcade to speak to a Catholic nun and a group of small children. Two stops.
2: That's it. That's it. You only get two stops, Mr. President.
0: Two. Now, the president's motorcade proceeded west through downtown Dallas on Main Street to the intersection of Houston Street, which marks the beginning of Dealey Plaza. From Main Street, the motorcade turned right and went north on Houston Passing tall buildings on the right and headed toward the Texas School Book Depository. <sighs> Kinda of see what's coming. Spec- he sure
1: didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did not.
0: Uh, the spec neither did the people who were paid to see what was coming. <laughs> or, or did they? they? The spectators were still thickly congregated in front of the buildings which lined the east side of the Houston Street. Of Houston Street, excuse me. But the crowd thinned just around Elm Street, which curves into a south, th- south Lee direction uh, as it proceeds towards the Triple Underpass and the Stemmons Freeway. Triple Underpass is the Grassy Knoll. Oh, shit. So <clears throat> you can kind of like if you've seen the footage, he comes in from a banking turn and there's nobody on the turn. If you're kind of familiar and like. The area that he's leaving is where it was the most densely populated. Because if you watch the Zapruder film, I don't know if you've seen it recently. Mm -mm. The crowd is like, it does thin out a fair amount for what you would imagine a fair, like a a presidential motorcade's attention would be. Right. Anyway. There's a gap. (laughs) Exactly. Now... As the motorcade approached the intersection of Houston and Elm, there was a general gratification in the presidential party about his enthusiastic reception. After all, they were leaving the most densely populated area. Evaluating the political overtones, Kenneth O'Donnell was especially pleased because it convinced him that the average Dallas resident was like every other American citizen in respecting and admiring the president, regardless of political background, belief, and religion, which, pretty bold statement, but...
2: Maybe things were but different. All right. yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah,
0: right, fucking, it was different then. Sure, okay. Mrs. Connolly, elated by the reception, turned to President Kennedy and said, Mr. President, you can't say Dallas doesn't love you. The president replied, that is very obvious. Now back to Oswald. By now, Oswald had set up his sniper's nest by stacking six large boxes on top of one another all set around the southeastern window. He then built the wall of boxes to connect to the physical wall of the depository, making a makeshift fort.
2: Little fort. mm.
0: Uh, He then set another two boxes in the doorway of the nest in order to further hide his presence. He sat inside and fixed his carcano rifle on another stack of boxes to stabilize it. He put his eye to the scope and below him, John F. Kennedy and the caravan had just entered Dealey Plaza traveling at 11 miles an hour it's 12:30 p.m looking through his telescopic sight 190 feet away lee harvey oswald sees the president's limousine emerge from behind a tree he squeezes the trigger of his carcano rifle the president is waving the bullet leaves the barrel at 1700 feet per second that doesn't seem that fast yeah, weren't you saying you have a pellet gun that shoots that fast?
2: Yeah, damn near, dude. <laughs> All right. I mean, it could, like, it's a low caliber, though, you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Many in the crowd think it's a firecracker. Jackie, in the car, thinks that it's backfired. A woman on the street named Virgie Rachely. That's Virgie, V-I-R-G-I-E. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's dude. a horrible fucking... Yeah, act. what the fuck? I uh, mean, I'm sure it didn't like have much meaning. Oh, veggie. Yeah, like, I don't know.
0: <clears throat> She's watching on the street. She's surprised to see sparks fly off the pavement behind the president's limousine. A splinter of that concrete ends up hitting car salesman James Tagg in the cheek. Oswald missed. 22-year-old James Worrell Jr. has his back to the depository and begins looking up straight. He can see the gun barrel sticking out of the window. As he looks up, Oswald fires again. The second bullet hits the president in the back, passing through his throat and hitting Governor Connolly in, he- <laughs> in front of him. Fox. So, so I'm funny. <laughs> um, it's
2: 1,700 yeah, bro, You were talking feet all this per shit.
0: second. Can your pellet gun assassinate a president? I'm <laughs> Could find out.
1: <laughs>
0: no, um, no, no. And it hits Governor Connolly, going through his chest and shattering a rib. The bullet then deflects, travels backwards, and the bullet hits his waist and ends up in his Im- ends up embedded in his left thigh. This is the magic <laughs> bullet that everybody says. Yeah. Well,
2: clearly, it's been multiple the shooters. Fucking pinball, pinball ping bullet, pong, dude. <laughs> literally, dude. 500, 1500. Yeah, fucking. I mean,
0: whatever, dude. Twenty-two caliber guns, like, are th- those are the ones that when people like shoot themselves in the head, they still survive, and it like bounces yeah. around in their head, and I they mean, like it ends up lodged in their fucking sinus cavity. Bullets do it, even like the even the bad ones. Bullet, even the bad ones. <clears throat> That's weird. Connolly looks down to see blood pouring and pooling in his shirt. My God, they're going to kill us all. He said. He thinks he's been fatally hit and slumps forward towards his wife Nellie. Kennedy doesn't fall though; he's actually strapped into a back brace that keeps him upright <laughs> and an easy <laughs> target.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine that, dude? He gets shot and it's like, he can't even, he can't even duck.
0: They put him in one of those fucking dog
2: harnesses
0: (laughs) (laughs) to keep your dog from flying through the windshield. (laughs)
2: That's crazy.
0: Jackie looks at Connolly and then turns to her husband, who, according to her, had a confused look on his face. In the depository building, Bonnie Ray Williams heard the second shot rattle through the windows and he begins looking up to see dust falling from the wooden ceiling. Next to him, co worker Harold Norman says, I can hear that. No, I'm doing JFK. I can hear the shell being ejected from there the gun in the floor. <laughs> in the car behind the president, Secret Service agent Glenn Bennett sees him shot in his right shoulder, according to him. He's hit, he yells. Bennett reaches for his assault rifle hidden on the floor of the car, but colleague George Hickey. Remember
2: that name? I don't think I'll ever forget that motherfucker's tell name, you, We'll dude. talk about him next week in his first yeah, <clears throat> in yeah. In we his, will
0: in his first presidential motorcade has already grabbed it. So Bennett <laughs> Give me the pulls
2: strap. out. He's like, "I fucking got it." Nah, dude, you get the pistol. I know I'm the rookie. I got something to prove. So Bennett pulls out his revolver,
0: looking desperately for the gunman.
2: So Starts shooting. <laughs>
0: so it's like, so <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be around somewhere. 8.4 seconds after the first shot, Oswald fires for a third time. It's pretty good reload time. Pretty good. Jackie is leaning in towards her husband's face. And for this, I'd like to refer or excuse me, defer to Jackie Kennedy. and just as I turned and looked at him, I could see a piece of his skull, and I remember it was flesh-colored. I remember thinking (laughs) he just looked as if he had a slight headache, and I just remember seeing that. I don't feel very good. (laughs)
2: Fucking part of his head's missing. (laughs) On the
0: trunk of a car.
2: Jesus,
0: dude. No blood or anything. And then he sort of put his hand to his forehead and fell in my lap, and then I just remember falling on him and saying, oh no, 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 oh, oh my God, they have shot my husband. I remember I was shouting and just being down in the car with his head in my lap and it just seemed like an eternity. AP photographer Ike Atjens is 15 feet away. His lens is looking at the car and he sees fragments of Kennedy's head falling towards his
2: feet. (laughs) Oh
0: man. It's a gruesome thing. I mean, the video is fucked up.
2: Situ- that's, yeah that's gotta be tough i mean even as a spectator but as like the significant other oh yeah right next to your man to
0: me the saddest part was when like the first shot hit him and she said that he just looked confused yeah, like, what's this what's the big idea for reference when he got that first time he shot him that it- it was a borderline fatal wound, and at the very least, paralyzed him. Yeah, so, that's when yeah.
2: he like just went like yeah, locked his body up. body
0: flexes. Yeah, yeah. A six-year-old boy by the name of Jeff Franzen, who was standing with his parents, thinks confetti is coming out of the president's limo.
1: <laughs> it's
2: JFK's head. <laughs> it's a piñata party.
0: Secret Service agent. Clint what a Hill. dumb kid. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, no, I didn't even think about that. I was like, wow, this fucked up when I read it.
2: No, um, no, that. But no, yeah, what a dumbass. I mean, at six years old, you know what fucking you know confetti what, is. And yeah. you know what blood looks like, dude. Yeah, you're you've cutting yourself. You've lost you know teeth. How, how stupid you are until you're like 25? <laughs> didn't, take me, didn't take me
0: until I was 25 to realize I was doing
2: fucking skulls. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Fuck's uh,
0: sake. Secret Service agent Clint Hill is making one last attempt to jump onto the back of the car as it speeds up, and Bill Greer. The driver takes off. Jackie Kennedy crawls towards Secret Service agent Clinton Hill and he thinks he's going to catch something that's falling out from the back seat. Well, she's... The rumor is she's trying to grab pieces of his skull. I think it's true, but at the same time, I I also... Part of me when I was reading this, I think some certain aspects of it have been embellished. She, I don't think, said that. I couldn't find her saying... Anyway, that's the infamous scene of her... But also, if she did,
2: like, what the fuck ever? It's a really weird thing to happen right in front of you. So that's your reaction. Like, who cares? It could be anything. be like, yeah, that's super warranted.
0: (laughs) The Secret Service agent pushes her back into her seat. Now, back on Elm Street, a man named Howard Brennan watches as the man at the sixth floor window draws his gun back in and then pauses as if to check to see if he's hit the mark. Oswald now begins running towards the staircase at the rear of the depository. He drops the rifle, puts the scope upwards, and puts it between some packing cases. He puts another box on top to try and hide it some more, with the bag that he brought it in. He then begins to head down the stairs. Secret Service agent Clint Hill hangs onto the back of the car as it speeds away, and as he sees Jackie Kennedy, he hears her over say, Jack, 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 can you hear me? I love you, Jack. Through a windshield splatter with blood, the agents on, in the Jack. car behind are looking at Hill as he bangs his hands on the trunk, trying to tell the car to speed up out of frustration. He feels, according to him, that he should have taken the
2: bullet. Damn. Which probably,
0: aren't you a Secret Service agent? That's kind of your job. Yeah,
2: isn't that like, wasn't that like the your reason you're there? Honestly. You're the King's guard,
0: dog. People begin pointing to the railway yards nearby, and a motorcycle Look. policeman... <laughs> This is the grassy knoll, by the way. Mm. People point to it, and a motorcycle policeman named Clyde Haygood runs, gun in hand, up the grassy hey, knoll. <laughs> he literally does start firing, <laughs> and that's Holy like shit. that's like one of the reasons people think that shit was going down in the grassy knoll. Driving at 80 miles an hour, it's Bill Greer, the man who's driving the presidential pretty limousine. pretty quick for downtown Dallas. Oh, he's speeding the fuck out of there. Uh, Skrr! brings the p- car parallel
2: to... But he have a fucking SRT, bro? That's <laughs> oh, a hellcat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> fucking <laughs> cruising. Uh, he pulls up next
0: to belief chief Curry's lead car and yells, Take me to the hospital, quick. Curry heads for Parkland. And stat. <laughs> and Sorry. stat. Curry heads for Parkland <laughs> Hospital, four miles away. Now Howard Brennan, clutching his hard hat, is running toward the depository. He spots a policeman and tells him what he saw at the man in the window, what he saw the man in the window do. Now reporter Hugh Ainsworth overhears the conversation It went like this, I saw him up there in that window. No doubt he was the one. He wasn't even in much of a hurry. I saw him real good. He gives a description, then looks at the reporter Ainsworth and asks the policeman to keep the reporters away. Oswald has got by this point down as far as the second floor when he hears someone coming up the other way and he darts into the second floor of a lunchroom. <clears throat> Policeman Marion Baker had ridden the police motorbike straight to the front steps of the depository. Is she riding it up the stabbing got fucking hangers on it. That'd be killer. <laughs> Couple tassels. That'd be sick doing one of the, wearing one of those like spike helmets. Yeah,
2: yep, hell yeah. Couple decals here <clears> and there. <clears throat> there. He
0: sprints into the building past manager Ron Truly. Now on the second floor, Baker sees Oswald walking away from him and draws his gun, shouting, "Come here." Did they get him? No. By
1: now,
2: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not.
0: <laughs> manager Ron Truly caught up with the policeman who then asks, "Do you know Oswald?" Truly says he does. He's an employee. And Baker, convinced the gunman must be someone who doesn't belong in the building, turns, runs up the stairs. They had him. Had him then. What could have happened? Would have saved another life. Maybe. Well, no. I mean, Oswald ends up killing somebody after this. Right. But like. Oswald walks. Who's to say how many more people would die? (laughs) (laughs) Oswald is walking through the depository second floor office with a full bottle of Coca-Cola. Shout out that plugs for free Coca-Cola. Yeah, that plugs <laughs> on us. Your uh, your sodas drank by uh, presidential assassins. Uh, there, Mrs. Robert <laughs> Reed, the clerical supervisor, tells him that the president has been shot, but maybe they didn't hit him. Oswald mumbles something and heads for the front entrance. Nah, she says she couldn't understand. <laughs> nah, I fucking. Did you see what I did to his skull? Yeah, he got fucked up. She thinks it's strange for him to be in the second floor office. A man named Robert McNeil is running into the depository now. He sees Oswald leaving and asks him where the nearest phones are. Oswald points into the building where a man is already on the phone and says, better ask him. Well, better ask him. So that's that's why Oswald pointed, guy's already on the phone, ask the fucking dude who's on the phone. He's being a smartass. He walks off and he heads for the bus. Fucking talk to me. Fucking talk to me? What do I look like? Phone guy? An assassin? What do I look like? I just shot the president. <laughs> yeah, for fuck's sake, get off my back. Get off my ass. <laughs> uh, he has for the bus stop that will take him to his rooming house in Marseille. Or Marsalis? I don't actually know. Marseille. It's You know, it's Texas, so they probably fucked up the pronunciation. Oh, yeah,
2: dude. Their towns are... <clears throat> yeah, I'm to good at that. It's fucking wild, though. <clears throat> now, back in the presidential limousine,
0: Nellie Connolly, the wife of Governor Connolly, thinks... Her husband is dying, unaware that the fucking man behind him is uh, already dead, <laughs> and begins whisper. well, he's actually not already dead by now. We'll talk about
2: it. Yeah, but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. You don't, you don't just sew back together a brain. <laughs> yeah, no. He is suffering. Behind her, Jackie does say, he's dead. They've killed him. Oh, Jack, I love you. Her pink pillbox hat falls forward, rolling in blood, and she throws it on the floor. Before at twelve thirty six p.m. the presidential limousine, 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 presidential limousine finally arrives at Parkland <laughs> Hospital. In the back seat, covered in fucking blood, oh, and cool. there is a actual fragment of skull next to JFK. I wonder who put that in the jar. I'm sure fucking Governor Connolly was like, "I'll eat it. I'll eat it." It's <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <This> dude's sick. <laughs> this dude is
2: sick. Um, You're going away for a long time, Mr. Connelly Covering
0: the top headrests of both the front seats and the back seats, and the lifted seats in, in the, the back. <laughs> lifted the 22 inch rims or 32 inch rims. There are 22 inch <laughs> rims. They're off-roading
1: tires. <laughs> <laughs> I can still. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are bits of tissue and brain matter. <laughs> yeah. Let me finish that sentence. You okay. got it, got it.
1: Cool. <laughs> oh, cool.
2: shit. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> Jackie is... Seen. Shouldn't be this funny, bro. No, nah, it shouldn't be that this funny. This is serious. You're fucked up. Yeah. You're hey the man, one who's laughing. This is fucked Well, statutes of limitations
0: and That's a good point. Man. Uh, Jackie is holding her husband's head in her lap. Again, just fucking... Not all of it. Weeping. fuck you (laughs) fuck you
2: alright that's the last one JFK maybe for now she tells
0: a man there I'm not going to let him go Mr. Hill you know he's dead leave me alone he then replies it's okay now Mrs. Kennedy let us get him to the hospital Jackie looks back at him and nods and her face covered in blood Back in Dallas, (laughs) (laughs) nice transition. Thank you. Good segue. Back in Dallas, Mary Bledsoe is sitting on a bus. You might remember her name. It
2: sounds familiar. She was his old landlord. Oh, Lee Harvey
0: Oswald. Yeah,
2: that's right. Because it was Bledsoe, and what was the other crazy name? I Last name. But Bledsoe Bledsoe
0: wouldn't let him use the fridge Mm -hmm. or the TV.
2: No fun, no no laughing, no smiling. No opening
0: and shutting and letting the goddamn cold air out of the fridge. What are you thinking? I'm keeping my tab sodas. You raised by wolves? That's a tab reference. If you listen to (laughs) this week's 1963 year in review. Which
2: you should. It was was pretty fucking funny. Tab
0: soda was released this year. Fun
2: fact. 1963 this year.
0: Now she's sitting on the bus in Dallas. It's stuck in traffic, and suddenly there's a loud banging on the door. Who could it be? Who could be escaping Dallas at this point in time? JFK. JFK. So, he faked it. Yeah, he's, he's going to Cuba. <laughs> um, no, it's a guy named Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, and, or was uh, it
2: Harvey, Harvey Oswald? Lee Oswald? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He, that'd be funny if she was like, Harvey? And he's like, no, it's Lee. <laughs> She's like, huh,
1: Wait, what the fuck? Wait, that's weird.
0: Uh, yeah, so she recognizes him. According to her, he looks dirty, has a hole in the elbow of his shirt, and a face, oh, like a maniac. Oh, you like wouldn't a believe fucking it. maniac. Uh, she purposefully shifts closer towards the window in her seat and makes no conversation with him, but she says she saw him. Okay. Ten minutes later in downtown Dallas, a man named William Whaley is halfway out of his fucking 1961 beater cab. About to get a couple few darts, goes in the store, gets cigarettes, but he sees a potential fare walking down the street <laughs> waving at him. And you know he cabbies. He quick fucking money. You know cabbies, are always chasing a buck. You need a ride? I got you. That's what I do, boo. It's Lee Harvey Oswald after he had hopped off the bus.
2: Damn. May I have a what ride, is he so? trying to do? Like, what's he trying to accomplish here? That's a good they question. They can't follow me. I'll take the bus Maybe to he's the can. Maybe trying
0: cab. to have a bunch of people be witnesses for him. But I actually, I, I really don't know if he's trying to go home.
2: That's kind of I think fair, he's just though, confused. Because it's, I mean, but that it's such a close time. It's like, it's almost negligible, those minutes when they say they saw him. It's like, it could have been.
0: Yeah, this is happening. I'm telling it all like chronologically. This is shortly after... 12.36 p.m. After he was
2: shot six three minutes. times. This is six minutes later. Right. That's negligible. Yeah. And he's getting a taxi after he's on a fucking bus, dude. He
0: says, may, may I have a cab, sir? Oi. He asked if he could be taken to 500 North Beckley Road in uh, Russian fashion. Oswald Oswald, Oswald, <laughs> Oswald sits next to the driver. Is he Russian
2: or is he Texan, Greg?
0: Texan. Bit of both. In Russian, in Russian fashion, Oswald <laughs> sits next to the driver, which would probably piss me off if I was a fucking cabbie. Yeah,
2: you know what? It would, though. Go sit in the fucking backseat, Like, this dude. is my job. That's like watching me while I work, bro. That's not cool.
0: What are you screwing in over there? Yeah. You fuck missed you. a spot.
2: How do you do this? <clears throat> You're paying me to do it. So why do you, like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Fucking don't bother me. and Get the fuck out of my front seat. Yes, chef. Yes, chef.
0: <laughs> As they travel. Heard chef. Uh, Whaley points out that, wow, there's a lot of fucking police sirens going on. Wonder what that could be. Oswald, according to Whaley, looks at him, but says nothing for the six-minute journey. Just staring at him
2: for six minutes <laughs> straight. <laughs> eyes turned. Uh, and I locked eyes there. Wide we open. We did. Uh, With eyes wide open, <laughs> isn't it? Arms, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's my Is that own a twist on it, you know? Kind of my. Own. It's like fucking Creed or like something like that. With arms wide, wide open. open, I'll see you here, here. Yeah,
0: yeah. That is the type of band that would perform at the Sturgis motorcycle. Oh, well. Not live, though. No, they'd be live. They get big names. I think so. They probably don't sound good live. No, I'm sure they sound horrible live. They would but be. They don't sound great in studio recording either.
2: No, oh, they sound great.
1: They sound great. That's a good song.
2: They sound
0: great. <laughs> Uh, by now with With eyes (laughs) wide open. By now, Marina (laughs) Oswald is hanging out at the crib. Uh, she's washing, uh, washing fucking clothes, and she's her babies hanging out in the backyard when her landlord Ruth Payne, who has just been in the living room watching the TV. Comes out to Taylor. The shots were fired from the book depository. They don't hit President <laughs> Everybody Lincoln. get down. Kennedy, not Lincoln. I uh, know. <laughs> Ruth is excited at the thought that Lee might have seen something. She knows he works there. She got him the damn job there. Right, that,
2: right there. But Marina...
0: Pretty fucking quick to put two and two together, and is fairly <laughs> horrified by the
2: news. Hey, wait! Doesn't Lee wait? <laughs> wait he owns a sniper. See, he did just get a wait. Uh, pff, he had a bag of groceries. Curtain rods. Curtain rods. Yeah, that baguette sitting on the top. That's, yeah, exactly. That's what I was picturing.
0: Curtain rods, right? And she's pretty quick to put two and two together. She heads straight to the garage where she knows that Lee has hidden his rifle. She had found it back in March of the same year and was shocked that her husband could buy such a thing when they were so short on money. It was $20. (laughs) It was $20. (laughs) It was $20. With a sigh of relief, Marina sees the green and brown wool blanket. Lee wraps the rifle in, still bundled up on the floor, bound with string, and looking just as it did when she'd last seen the rifle three weeks before. Yo. He left it there.
2: Or Or did did he? he?
0: Holy shit. The plot thickens, Greg. (laughs) 14 minutes later, or 15 minutes later, excuse me, Oswald's cab drive. Not a big
2: difference. Not really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is up at 12.51 p.m. Cab driver William Whaley drops Oswald off a short distance from his home in Marseille. And Oswald says nothing as he pays the one. He pays one dollar. For the ninety-five cent ride, he says, "Keep the change."
2: Damn! Here's a nickel.
0: <laughs> go That's buy yourself a cigarette. Go buy yourself
2: something nice. Hey,
0: ding! Don't spend all in <laughs> one place. Ching. At the same time, back Fuckers. in the book depository, manager Ron Truly is watching the police taking the names and addresses of his stock boys, all employees there, and he suddenly realizes that one, two, three, four, five, oh, Oh no! Uh-oh. Somebody's missing. Hold Hold <laughs> Somebody's on. not there. But he Where is it that was little big It was somebody. Guy. He, I just seen him uh twenty minutes ago. He was here. He had a Coca-Cola. Yeah, but what's his God? Fucking what's name? his fucking name? Big Head. That's when, just what we call little him. Little guy, big head, little, little guy. guy big head. Um yeah, so that's at twelve fifty one PM. Now back at Parkland Hospital, thirty minutes after the first shot is fired, resident John F. Kennedy is officially declared dead after heart monitors cease to read activity. Bingo. Jackie kisses her husband's foot, stomach, and (laughs) lips before she starts to cry. You happy with that (laughs) fucking bingo you (laughs) said in the middle of that? You should be fucking (laughs) disgusted. (laughs) This woman kissed her dead husband's foot and his little stomach. She blew him a raspberry. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) That's not funny. I'm sorry, Jackie. Now, back in (laughs) time... we, we both are offensive. Fucking <laughs> eh. Back in Dallas, <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. Can't stop saying it like that. Every time I read it in <laughs> my own script, he's leaving his boarding house in a light gray jacket to cover his fucking snub nose, 38 Smith & Wesson tucked into the waist of his trousers. Now at 11.13 p.m., police, trol- police patrolman J.D. Tippett is driving along 10th Street in Dallas in his fucking brand new 1963 Ford Cruiser. Now, he's an experienced cop. He'd worked six bawling. years, and he had been, at this point, stabbed in the stomach by a man with a fucking ice pick. J.T. Tippett <laughs> doesn't Damn. go down without a goddamn yeah, fight. Yeah, he
2: ain't fucking around. That's crazy. The, an ice pick? The in the Texas?
0: stab wound <gasps> what? was so deep. He was stabbed in the stomach, hit his spine, gave him a limp. Yo... <laughs> that is jd it tippy. went through him and he is cruising cruising well, in his fucking brand new car
2: who has an ice pick in texas dude
0: that's a good question
2: i don't know maybe I don't the know. plot know. <laughs> i
0: don't know why would you need an ice pick in texas after that incident he asked to be put on more of a beat you know cruising day shift type of situation Yeah, I just want to, like, look around, Yeah, see what's going on. Back at home, his wife, a woman named Marie, overjoyed by his change in shift. Now, ahead of Tippett, he can see a large-headed man walking briskly and uh, in a gray jacket. Matches the description of the potential assassin and the man missing from the book depository.
2: Hey, is that a 38 special in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> come on, come on.
0: <laughs> now he pulls his patrol car over to the side of the road and begins speaking to the man. Calls him over. He says, hey, buddy, why don't you and me have a chat? Oswald stops, leans on the car, and they speak through the vent in the window. And uh, now something in the exchange makes Tippett suspicious outside of, you know, the... Just matching description, Lee must have said something. And Tippett gets out of the car. As he reaches around to the front of the car where Lee was waiting, Oswald pulls the revolver out, shoots him four times in the head and stomach. Officer Tippett falls dead to the street. God damn. <clears throat> Just a half a block away, Matrix. Holy shit, dude. That's why I was saying if they got him in the book depository. Probably would have saved a life. Well, definitely would have saved a life. You
2: know, I actually did not know that he did them. That's wild.
0: Four shots.
2: That's brutal. Man
0: who was stabbed so aggressively with an ice pick through Through his entire body, dude. Literally front Front to to back. back. Walked, and his fucking wife Marie. Blam 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 blam. Four blam. Yeah. Now, just a half a block away. Waitress Helen Markham, who is waiting for a bus to take her back into downtown Dallas, is watching and sees the whole incident unfold. Oswald, From half a mile. Half a block. Oh. Half cool. a fucking mile. Yeah, I was like, like half a mile of like an, an
1: eagle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oswald then begins walking towards her, gun still in hand, and he's playing with it according to her, doing the fucking cowboy tricks. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> two other people Virginia and Barbara Davis. Yeah, he is a fucking dork. Heard the gunshots and are standing at their front door watching Oswald smile tw- smile towards them as he jogs across their lawn, still twisting
2: his gun. Is he like whistling the Andy Griffith? He might Fuck as well him. be.
0: <laughs> this is like the the grim version of um Ferris Bueller's day off. He's like yeah. running through the backyard and he stops and turns around and then he's like, Hi, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> nice Hi to Ferris meet Bueller. You. <laughs> But instead, it's him twisting it, and they say he unloads his gun, emptying the the spent cartridges on their lawn.
2: And reloads it? it.
0: Yep. Now, by now, a taxi driver by the name of William Scoggins had seen Tipa be shot, too. So now we've got two different witnesses, and is hiding behind his car because he thinks he might be next. Oswald goes past him, fucking still twisting his guns, twisting his gun, excuse me, Uh, and the taxi driver Scoggins hears him mutter the words, poor dumb cop, poor dumb cop, poor dumb cop, indeed. Now, by now, a mechanic named, it wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't his fucking fault. It was a good cop who was understood that, oh, this guy matches the description of a presidential assassin. And, and the uh, president I should just probably got assassinated. stop and speak with this man. And hey, maybe I will be a hero.
2: Yeah. At least verify this information here. <clears throat> now, there's a
0: mechanic named Domingo Benavides, who is now in Tippett's squad car using the police radio to call for help. And a small crowd has gathered around the policeman who is lying, you know, dead cold in the street, who still had his gun in his hand. Damn. Now another witness, used car salesman Ted Callaway of Ted Callaway Motors, come down and get it zero percent interest,
2: three point five percent interest APR. Now, 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 after
0: financing
2: lease for twenty four months. Uh, by now, twenty dollars. Can you imagine?
0: Dude, what those fucking cars? <laughs> yeah, zero down of nothing. It's free. Uh, Ted Callaway by now grabs Tippett's service revolver and begins. Persuading that cab driver William Scoggins to get the son of a bitch responsible for this. So is he like him. holding a gun to his head? <laughs> yeah.
1: "Quote we're unquote," gonna, persuading we're gonna get this <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. We gonna
0: get this dude right now. Uh, they begin to uh, they begin to set up a fucking posse. Callaway begin, you know, they're, they, a posse forms. Now at one twenty p.m., book depository manager Ron Truly is on the phone to the warehouse where job application forms are kept. He's writing down all of Lee Harvey Oswald's contact information, address, all of this shit. Uh, Gives it to the policeman, tells him, this is the guy you are probably at least very interested in speaking with. He's the only one who's not here. Um, (laughs) Kind of fucking weird, right? (laughs) Now, Captain Will Fritz, who is the chief of homicide and robbery, begins coordinating the search for evidence as well as the search for Oswald. Just 15 minutes later, or excuse me, just 15 minutes earlier, Oswald's rifle had been found tucked away into the boxes. An initial dusting showed no fingerprints. Conspiracy. So he plans (laughs) to take it back to the lab for a more careful analysis. Is
2: that a conspiracy?
0: Well, people say, yeah, well, prints weren't found on the rifle initially. Because I do believe that prints are found on the rifle later.
2: But oh, not there. Not but right remember, away. remember,
0: Lee Harvey Oswald was a Marine. He had been fingerprinted before. He they knows. know he's, he's missing the from database. the depository.
2: He was in the Soviet Union. Maybe he was wearing gloves. Maybe this assassin was wearing gloves. Dude, maybe he's not as dumb as everybody thought. Or maybe, maybe the he government was a framed
0: him. Maybe he was just there, normal day at work, enjoying mm. himself. Heard the shots, was scared like everyone right. else, Holy shit, I'm and out just of here. walked away
2: and just left because why would you stay in that bit? Like, I mean, I'd stay in the building. Explain the why there were no fingerprints on his gun. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, Twenty five minutes can't.
0: later, at one forty five, a transistor radio is on at Hardy's Shoe Store in Oak Cliff, Dallas. For the past hour, the manager, a man named Johnny Brewer.
2: Johnny Brewer, how you doing? Come get, you, you, you get your shoes. You get your huh? Get, eh? get your shoes. I'll measure your foot. I'll measure your foot. I won't be weird about it. Just come on. And yeah, put and down I'll it get a you a shoe that nah, fits. Let me
0: get, I'll get you a slidey metal thing. You come put your
2: foot on. Nah, you can take your sock off. That's fine. That's fine. I don't no, mind the so smell. Good. I don't mind the smell. I don't got a good nose. Burned all the hairs <laughs> off anyways. He has been listening to that radio.
0: Johnny Brewer, probably a really nice guy. Or not,
2: who knows? Yeah, maybe, foot. maybe we're not uh, making fun of him enough. He
0: has been listening to the radio for the past hour about the assassination, and because remember, this is one forty-five. Assassinated about an at hour later. almost exactly noon, twelve thirty. Yeah. Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, a few minutes ago, they announced that a policeman had also been shot just up the road from his store. Curiously, just as that announcement comes on man with a large head and a gray jacket begins walking past the store, and uh, they all <laughs> go fucking <laughs> spinning his fucking gun. Poor dumb Covered cop. in blood. Brewer thinks it's awfully strange that the man doesn't turn to see what's going on at the police sirens down the way.
2: I know what happened.
0: Which is crazy. How do you hear? He's so close that he can hear police sirens, but they didn't think to get the guys walking away when everybody saw this fucker. Right. I don't know.
2: They were shocked. I'm they were saying, stunned. There are some conspiracies.
0: Man oh, waits we'll a, get into them. Oh, yeah, we will. The man waits I for can't a moment. Wait. <clears throat> the man, being Lee Harvey Oswald, waits for a moment, looks at Brewer, then over his shoulder, and begins walking more fastly down the street. A suspicious brewer, he said, Oh, lady, yo, put your shoes back on. Go, go, analyst. Yeah, get your foot back <laughs> in your boot. <laughs> Brewer, uh, Brewer quickly begins to follow him, sees the man dart into the Texas Theater, which is a movie, movie cinema showing the double feature of Cry of Battle and War is Hell, two movies I have never heard of. They two great, sh- great films. They didn't show up in my research or anything like that. <clears throat> so... Johnny. Yeah, Brewer. they weren't getting awards. Johnny Oscars, Brewer, Johnny Brewer, the shoe guy, <laughs> and a man hey. named, a man named <laughs> Butch Burrows, who was an usher at the Texas Theater. That's Art- a fucking baller name, Butch Burrows. Hell yeah, I mean, Butch Burrows. That's cool. They're checking the uh, exits to make sure everything's locked because they're suspicious of this large-headed man. <laughs> Your head is too big. That I too. don't trust that. They look into the auditorium, but can't find out who's in there. But then they hear a seat pop up because it's, you know, one of those little foldy seats. Mm
2: -hmm. Boing.
0: Back in the box (laughs) office. Boing. (laughs) Back in the box office, cashier Julia Postal calls the police after Brewer and Burroughs fucking tell her what this could be. This has the potential to be. uh, Then calls a projectionist to check if he can see anything from the higher up, you know, view. Yeah. Projectionist box. Uh, Johnny Brewer then walks to the stage of the Texas theater, pointing out to the four policemen who had made their way inside that, Oh, that's the man I see. He was walking by my store. <laughs> they guy right there. He walked away. He didn't look at nothing. But the police trying to cause a bit of a diversion to not let Lee know that they're in on them. Cause they know he's got a gun. Mm-hmm. Walk to two other men who are He's got in a there. gun. <laughs> They walk to two other men trying to cause a bit of a distraction, but uh, then eventually they find their way to Lee, who had remained calm the entire time, When they finally get to him, he's ordered down onto the ground, and he says, well, it's all over now. He lifts his hands, surrenders, before fucking throwing one quick punch right at this cop, a guy named Officer McDonald, right between (laughs) his eyes. What a
2: fucking cocksucker this guy is, He puts
0: his hands up, again, to make people Hey, we're cool. Go all the way back to fucking episode whatever about Lee Harvey Oswald.
2: Like the first one, yeah.
0: He's a guy who wants to fight if he can win the fight. Mm-hmm. How can you win a quick fight or at least get one punch in? Cheap shot, yeah, fucking cheap shot. <clears throat> uh, what was like <laughs> Oswald? Then poor, <laughs> I got distracted. Oswald then pulls out <laughs> his gun. McDonald grabs it. Gun goes off. Bang. That's it. Several. Nobody. Nobody dies. Gun just goes off. Uh, then like. Several cops. Begin Was it to a j- cap
2: gun? Planted, maybe?
0: Oh, could it be? Talk about the conspiracy. <laughs> We're digging deep. They find the gun, all of that. He's handcuffed.
2: Wasn't it the fucking cop's gun, though, too? like. No, he didn't kill the cop with his own gun. No, but didn't he take... Oh, no. No, the other guy did spent didn't. shells. That's yeah. right, from his gun. All right, all right. Somebody asks him
0: the question... Kill the president, will you? Which I think is just Texan, you know, not being the smartest. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he replies, don't hit me anymore. I'm not resisting arrest. I I know my rights. I want a lawyer. (laughs) I want a lawyer. Help me. I lost my Southern accent. Uh, Reporters from the Dallas paper then arrive in time to witness the arrest. By now, the film War is Hell began starting on the screen. And at eleven fifty two, back on Air Force One. What a way to
2: get locked up! Yeah, to some
0: movie that sucks. What movie would you want to get arrested to?
2: Fucking Lord of the Rings, dude. That's so fucking goddamn it. That's lame. Okay.
0: Uh, I, Are you kidding me, dude? I, I'm not getting into this. The with Battle you again. of Helm's Deep. I'm not Deep. doing this. I'm not doing. My this My adrenaline
2: with you. would be through the fucking roof, dude.
0: <laughs> Dig would be hard as a fucking yeah, would, yeah, for real, hard as a diamond. Um. Back on Air Force One. <laughs> fuck you. At 11.52 p.m., Lyndon Johnson. It's Elvin
2: Steele, Greg. Oh, my God. That was just... Worth it. I don't... It I'm, was worth it to interrupt is, you
0: for that. This is me publicly calling out for a new co-host. If you are interested, <laughs> <If anybody laughs> please knows email anybody. me at tell you know, at gmail.com. What's dot com. crazy
2: is that, you know, we're at my pad...
0: You got a studio, Greg? This is my laptop. My, heart. we're not getting into this. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, at eleven fifty-two, Air and you did Force One. Yeah, you're welcome. LBJ begins discussing with his aides whether he should be sworn in as president right away or if he should wait till he arrives back in D.C. But fearing a conspiracy and that Russia might take advantage of the lack of a current president, he decides he must take the oath now in Dallas. He expresses his condolences to Jackie, asks if she has any objections to him being sworn in right away, who should do it, all of that. Jackie, understandably stunned at the dude's fucking lack of sympathy, says that she'll get back to him on
2: an answer. Like, okay, but I'm kind of trying to do this right now. Yeah, well, like, so, if you can just hurry it up. Yeah, yeah so you kind of yes or no question, you know, don't really got to think
0: about it too much. Yes, though. Uh, now, back in front of the Dallas Theater, Oswald is sitting between two police officers in the back of the squad car. <clears throat> trying to find my southern accent again. <laughs> yeah, get back. I know my... God damn. No. I know <laughs> I'm, trying to, <laughs> make I know my I'm trying to make him sound nerdy, but also, I don't know, like southern... Oh, God, I know my rights. Oh, fuck no. it. <laughs> it's getting Come worse. on.
2: We can skip that <laughs> I know my rights. Oh, nice! (laughs) He does get very very,
0: suave. (laughs) Wow, this guy's actually super cool. Yeah, damn, Lee. I know my rights.
2: You know, I picture what's this all about? (laughs) Hey, officer. Um, I picture literally every person here wearing a fucking cowboy hat <laughs> and a bastard for real. Get like him. every, per- like when you said posse, especially I was like, oh, bro, yeah. they are fucking, they are chapped up. They went and grabbed their chaps. Yeah. <laughs> Assless chaps. No, You know, like up.
0: people pull their chaps off. Mm-hmm. They pulled their jeans off yeah, to, reveal to reveal chaps <laughs> over jeans. The chaps. Uh, he just says, I know my rights. What is this all about? Oswald. Then they tell him, Hey, there's a cop. Fucking four blocks away named JD Tippett. That's dead. Never heard of him. Police officer being been killed. He asks. I hear they burn for murder. Cop officer C.T. Walker tells him, You may just find
2: out. Whoa. I'm (laughs) a mess.
1: Gun smoke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh now back
0: on Air Force One. That was
2: really synchronized. That was good. Nice. 2.38
0: p.m. I guess Jackie had had enough or Lyndon Johnson had had enough of Jackie. She opened the emergency exit. (laughs) (laughs) Lyndon Johnson is officially sworn in as the 36th president of the United States. I think I didn't add that in my skirt, but I think JFK was the 35th. Don't get mad at me if I got that wrong. He's close. Jackie Kennedy standing next to him. It's an infamous picture. She is still in her blood-stained pink dress, right next to him. She would later go on to say how truly offended she was by all of this, how incredibly insensitive she felt it was,
2: which is pretty fucking understandable. Yeah, it seems like a, hmm, like planned. Yeah, almost. A lot of
0: people say that LBJ was the one who benefited the most from JFK being assassinated. I
2: mean, who else? We'll talk about it for real.
0: It. Now, an hour later, now at Maybe about three thirty p.m. Oswald is being questioned by police for the murder of Officer Tippett. One detective, Fritz, is asking Oswald, Why'd you take the gun to the Texas theater? I felt like it. Because
2: it's fucking Texas?
0: That's a good point. (laughs) You felt like it? You know how boys are when they have a gun. They carry it. Did you shoot Officer Tippett? No, I didn't. The only law I violated was when I hit the officer in the show. I can't find my Southern accent, so I'm going with like a nerdy, yeah, like yeah, pro. yeah, yeah, And he hit me in the eye, and I guess I deserved it. Twenty minutes later, Oswald, accompanied by three detectives, heads for the elevator on his way to the identity parade, which is just your standard walk through. Hey, identify him. Yeah, you have all these fucking dudes and chaps and vests. Yeah, the They're whole like, posse pulled up. <clears throat> now they get through. Camera crews, camera reporters. Ooh. Now, finally, dude. Somebody they finally, finally think for little got Lee, dude. He He's finally got the, the press. The welcome. Did you kill the president? You might recognize that audio. I've used it in the trailer. <laughs> Hello. Uh, no, sir. Nobody charged me with that. See, I know how his voice fucking sounds. I just can't do it. <clears throat> yeah, no, sir. It. Nobody you'll charged me it. with that. But then, at around 5.30 p.m., a nightclub owner by the name of Jack Ruby is at his sister Eva Grant's apartment, sitting in a chair, crying as he watches the television news. I never felt so bad in my life, even when Ma and Pa died. Someone tore my heart out, he says. Damn. And that's where we'll pick back up next Holy week shit. with the story of Jack Ruby, the assassination then of Lee Harvey Oswald and the
2: conspiracies that surround Dude, the whole damn thing. I cannot fucking wait for the be conspiracies because <sighs> some of them may not be conspiracies at all. No, there's a reason I told you to remember that Secret Service <laughs> agent's yeah, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I what have was his name again?
0: Wait till next week. <laughs> we'll find, we'll find out, out next week.
2: Oh, man, dude. I can't imagine being um, anywhere near that situation. But especially being Jackie. Fucking, yeah. And then, she got I didn't realize it was literally Like an hour after he was like Fuck it I'm the president We can't let Russia take over Yeah
0: he was pronounced dead at almost 1 Exactly he was pronounced dead at almost 1pm Exactly LBJ is president by 2.38pm Yeah hour and a half I have no idea if that is like true policy Because JFK Was the last president to be assassinated But yeah seriously In front of the dude's wife like
2: Trying I mean, to take just, a picture of with her while she's yeah, soaked like, hey, in her a, late husband's they, fucking blood. They tried dude. to make her change clothes that's for the crazy. for the picture, crazy. And she
0: refused. So shout out to Jackie Kennedy. She also had the famous quote where she said, "I think I think it could be about the picture and changing clothes." And she, I think she wants to say like, "No, I want to show them what Dallas did to my husband." Right. She says something that's give or take one word there. I think. But I mean, it's just a fucking cold yeah. line and just Plignant. like the shit she had to say about the moment. Like I said, when when she just describes his face as confused is just like the saddest thing in the world to me because I can imagine the confusion. I, and see, I, can, I, can, I can
2: picture that face too. Like someone looking at you like, what? And Wait the, a second. The fact that. Eight point four seconds between all three shots is, you know, it's not that start, long, but man. I'm sure it would feel like an an eternity, dude. Yeah, when time slows down like that, images are just burned into your head forever. I would go fucking crazy. Nah,
0: man. Shout out to Jackie Kennedy and her little and hats. Fuck LBJ and your. Shout out to her pillbox hats. That's um,
2: sick. Yeah, Buckley Harvey Oswald.
0: Even more so, borderline, like, we'll talk about him next week. Nobody pisses me off more in this entire fucking thing than Jack Ruby. Because if Jack Ruby had the just assassin left of the all assassin. alone, we would have got answers. We right. would have understood what the fuck, like... There wouldn't be so many
2: conspiracies, but isn't that the point?
0: It is the point. That is... It's, it's one of those, like, questions, like, you know, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. If you were familiar... They messed up a couple of times.
2: Started World War One. Yes.
0: But if you're not familiar, the group of Serbian assassins, I think they were referred to as the Black Hand. I can't remember the name exactly. Sub Skyrim. They threw shit. <laughs> some Skyrim <laughs> shit. They threw a grenade at Archduke Franz Ferdinand's motorcade. Blows up. I think it's one car behind. People go to the hospital, like people who are watching the parade and everything. Franz Ferdinand decides to go visit the people in the hospital. And by now, the, the group of assassins have decided that it's just not worth continuing. Um, yeah, yeah,
2: man, like he survived a yeah. grenade. But obviously, it's not meant to happen, right? So he
0: continues his motorcade after visiting everybody in the hospital. And one of these assassins down on his luck. I cannot believe that his name is fucking Gavrio uh, Princep. Princep. Depending on how you pronounce it, one of the members of this Black Hand is down on his luck, bummed that the first assassination attempt didn't work oh, out. Oh,
2: man. And he's
0: sitting at a cafe out on the sidewalk when he sees a car drive past him. And it's Archduke Franz Ferdinand's Damn, car. Fucking Bentley or whatever, dude. No, oh, I mean this is 1914. It's like yeah, a fucking but he had jalopy a, hand cranked engine, cool, dude. Yeah. Um, but He watches it, and he's like, oh, my God, you know, this is my chance. My time to shine. But it's a car, so it's going too fast and everything. But after the assassination attempt with the grenade, they decided to switch up the parade route. But the driver hadn't been informed and was still following the old parade route. Back in this time, the 1910s, cars didn't have a reverse function. You essentially just had to do a fucking 88-point turn to turn around. Holy shit. So... They take a wrong turn. Archduke Franz Ferdinand tells them, Hey, you know, we need to be going Dead this way, end. not this way. Driver begins to turn around, is stalled in the middle of the street, obviously doing all this. Gabriel Princep, shoo, 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 shoo. who had just seen him at the cafe moments before, walks up, fucking shoots him and his wife. That's one of the biggest what if moments in history, right? That is
2: fucking crazy.
0: I think the assassination of Lee Harvey Oswald. Or a murder, whichever way you would refer to it. I don't know if it's technically an assassination. I don't know the difference. Um depends on how I, you feel, I think. I think that if Jack Ruby had just not done it, I think that I don't know. World War One was inevitable. World War One was going to happen.
2: Yeah, and that was just a catalyst for it. Yeah. Right. And he like, would, if
0: he wasn't gonna die then he was gonna die like the Serbian, you know, he's... I
2: mean, it didn't even have to be him, no, really. It, it you
0: was know? an Austro-Hungarian man who was killed by a Serbian. There was tension rising in Eastern Europe well before the assassination. Like, Sebastian, you just said, it was a mm-hmm. catalyst. Lee Harvey Oswald could still be alive today. Today? Jack Ruby ends up passing away in prison himself. But Lee Harvey Oswald would still be around. Lee Harvey Oswald would have seen the creation of the internet. Lee Harvey Oswald, like, it's, we would have answers. We could know so much more. He was born in the 40s. He's younger than some of our grandparents. That's fucking crazy. Or would be younger. And we could have had an explanation. And so I, I walk out of reading about Jack Ruby just so fucking pissed off with him because the similarities between the two are striking when he when I left it on that cliffhanger he says you know I never felt so sad and he said like my heart had
2: been ripped out even he
0: didn't even feel that sad when his dad died his mom died that's what he said he said he felt horrible for Jackie Kennedy in particular and he was this type of guy he was just he's this fucking people pleaser we'll talk about him next week in more detail people pleaser guy who just again just wanted fucking attention very similarly to Lee Harvey Oswald and decides that his moment to get attention will be killing the guy who killed the president. Yeah. And just fucking derailed so much wins
2: in that like aspect, you know, in that respect. And I think like how you
0: pointed out, like how crazy it is. Lee Harvey Oswald's age. Like, I think that's what is researching to me. Like why this ended up being as long as it did is like there's part of so me,
2: much shit you just like kept finding it. you're like what the fuck and part, he did what like part of me feels like every time i google him
0: i'm going to see that he is still alive and he's in prison in you know somewhere in texas like in a max security prison yeah. cuz it, it just still makes no sense to me that he was killed the way that he was killed you know he had his motivations whatever they may have been to assassinate uh, jfk but I every time I look him up, I'm like 80% sure that you know he's, he's just gonna pop alive, up that he's still right? alive and I'm like, right. oh, then we'll get the answer. finally just You're chasing the dragon
2: happens. chasing the fucking dragon. Dude. I can't
0: wait for it to be over because Lee I, I know too much information I feel like about all of it and I not that I haven't been enjoying everything obviously, but um yeah, it'll be exciting. Sick, to, it'll but... be exciting to get into something that's just like a little more one-off that I don't feel like I have to. You know, trying to make sure that everything's fucking lining up. The paint's clean and all that. Yeah, you've been
2: going fucking crazy on this shit, dude. You've been doing a lot of a lot of legwork. So round of applause for Greg. Thank you, thank you. The fucking genius behind the scenes. And in front of the scenes. Thanks, dude. But I'm excited to put a bow on it too. Like it has been tight, but it's like I'm ready for the finale. Yeah. At this point. You know, yeah. Like, I wanna want to see what happens. I want to talk conspiracies. Conspiracies are always the most fun. Um, but, man,
0: if you liked this episode, I assume you listened to all of the other ones prior. So, um, again, this portion of the show, I'll give you a countdown real Three, quick. two, one. This portion of the show is only for people who review us. Again, though. Liked
2: and subscribed. Liked,
0: subscribed, told a friend, fucking smash that like button. <laughs> Uh, but no, seriously. Like, thank you so much. If you like the show, please do feel free to tell anyone you want to about it. Tell your congressman. Fucking yeah, fucking write right a to the
2: president. Tell him. Tell him. You know. Yeah, just you know, listen to this really great show about assassinating, assassinating the president. president. <laughs>
0: uh, you tell should your friend, check it out sometime. Tell your professors. Come off as an intellectual. Yeah. Tell your dentist. This is pretty low key podcast, you know. Um yeah, and always feel free to review us if we're a 3-star show, we're a 4-star show, and if, if we're, we're a 4-star four four star star show, show, we're a 5-star show. Thank you, Sebastian. We know. Um yeah, that's uh I guess that's about it for me. I don't know if you have anything else to say, Sebastian. <laughs> I don't think so, but like yeah, it's weird, you know. We're coming to the end of this it's series. It's lethargic. It's almost like how we were saying last time. You know, the eve is almost more exciting than the day. So, right. I'm ending this episode with a lot of energy and anticipation there for have been next
2: week. But hours, hours. Yeah,
0: cite this in a research paper. The information is fucking real. accurate. Real.
2: <laughs> like, just listen to someone else that's already done the research about it. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's been
0: a hell of a journey, and we'll end it. Tybo on it tomorrow, not tomorrow, next week. Um, (laughs) Maybe tomorrow. What do you uh, guys care? Maybe you guys will walk out of this with just as much of a curiosity as me, as well as just as much of a fucking visceral
2: hatred for Jack Ruby. For fucking Jack Ruby. I mean, like, fuck Lee. Still. Yeah. But also... Jack Ruby.
0: For, yeah, all he had to do was just not do it. Right. And again, all Lee Harvey Oswald had to do was not do it. got Lee Harvey Oswald be a vigilante.
2: was. He was destined. Dude. Yeah.
0: It was foretold. The tea leaves said it. He was He was trying to kill Governor, or not Governor, uh, General Edward General, Walker. Like, yeah. He was going to do something to get his fucking name somewhere. And that was going to come with the fucking killing of somebody of he significance. He fucking
2: got it, dude. He got everything he wish for it's like a genie's wish gone bad you know monkey's like, he's like i want exactly he's like i want the notoriety i want everybody in america to know my name and they say okay all right now You killed the president Uh-oh. and then we'll, uh,
0: you will always be synonymous with conspiracy um yeah also meant to say the big thank you obviously thank you to everybody who's reviewed us awesome seriously um, Much
2: love to each and every one of you. Every for last real. one of you. That's so cool. Wish I could
0: buy you beer, a coffee, a meal. Yeah, let's something. go out
2: sometime. Let's go out sometime. Let's go. Let's kick it. Yeah, it's been yeah, for real though. It's really cool. I we appreciate the the likes, the love, likes and the love. You know, knowing when the homies or the family listens to it, it's really cool. Always it makes me feel good, and it's fun. It's fun to do and. I think you learned a little something. I hope you did. Trivia nights at least, dude. You're gonna be yeah, fucking off. Uh,
0: with that being said, Sebastian, I say we play the music. Get the fuck
2: out Get of the here. fuck out yeah. of here, dude. Right,
1: Let's everybody. get the fuck
2: out of here. Good night. Peace. Peace. Peace.